Now, uh, as we're back here today, backstage right now, uh, Ryan Shipley, listen, uh, I, I, I have to say that I feel like we've been here before, but... I'm it does feel you. a little bit like deja vu, yes. A little bit of deja vu, but uh, so tell me, ever since his injuries, do you think we're ever going to see Scott Arnold again? You know what? Deja vu once again. Scott's always off of episodes. Always off of episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I decided, you know what? He's the third wheel. We don't need Scott. So about two years ago, I started making him believe he needed to go out for surgery. That this surgery was going to help him. It was going to improve his life. When in reality, I made a deal. I paid off his doctor. That's cruel. It's cruel, but it had to be done. I paid his doctor off, and now he's never going to be better. He's never going to be on this episode again. It's just going to be me and you, Boston, till the end. Mm. It'll be a cold day in hell. In your mouth. In your mouth. In your mouth. Turn up the nose. Because you can do it. Do it. Because you can do it. Do it. In your mouth and up the nose. Yeah, that's right. I'm back, baby. What? No! I'm back. Your your plan may have temporarily succeeded, but not long term. I and I have brought some friends with me. Liz Brooks. That's no, no. Oh yeah, it's the Liz. <laughs> And you caught me, you'd say, look at that fish Shimmering in the sun Such a rare one Can't believe that you caught one Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast I am your humble producer, Boston Joining us in the studio, finally What? I've not seen this guy in so long uh, Welcome back to the time being, Scott Hello, boys I'm back God <laughs> <sighs> Honestly, honestly, one of my favorite characters out of most media. Uh, yes. And uh, joining us in the studio today is a uh, longtime, longtime friend of the show, uh, and then another person I've missed greatly. Uh, welcome back, uh, Liz Brooks. Hi. Hey. We have missed you, Liz. I miss, I miss all your K-pop knowledge. Oh. It's 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 yeah, fast, man. Then a lot of things happen with Vix. <laughs> I've people, people messaging me about you. That's amazing. Oh, that makes me yeah. so happy. People are excited <laughs> for this episode. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Cool. And as yeah. always, our uh, illustrious host, Mr. Ryan Shipley. Thank you. Yay. And I think it's great that we started with the song, If I Were a Fish. Um, yeah. That song, it's so weird to say this, but that song got me through last week when I got uh, let go from my job. Um, oh, yeah. It's so weird to oh, think yeah. that. And that's one of the reasons why... I hope the government is smart and doesn't ban TikTok. Oh my God, but for real. <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird too. You expect no. like the Republicans to do this bullshit. Yeah. But the Democrats are right there with them well, saying, let's ban, let's yeah. ban TikTok. Well, remember, wow. remember back in the, remember back in the day, uh, the, the us us liberals were like on the forefront of banning shit as much as we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of uh, left wing that was trying to to get the fucking music shut down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Two live crew. <sighs> Which is why also I, I love how people are like, oh, I can't believe that D. Snyder is a is 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 is, it, is a progressive. Like, yeah, yeah. fucking. What you, yeah. How have you not seen his interview with Congress? Like, I I don't understand. Well, it's just like people went back in the day thought Born in the USA was a pro-positive oh, sure. yeah. song. It's like, have you yeah. heard the lyrics? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's they like the song born... Hey Ya. You think it's a fun right. song, but it's not. It's really no. not. No, it's not. dark. 
really dark. And even Sander, y'all you want to listen, you just want to dance. dance. Yeah. If, nothing, yeah. if nothing lasts forever, then what makes love the exception? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were about to sing oh. Cold November Rain. I was about to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't like Slay. Yeah. Oh, boy, it's just so good to be back. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm glad yeah. to have you back. I've missed, you, missed it so much. I'm super glad. Because at one point last year, Liz was going to be back on the show. Yes. And this yes. was when we were still in Zencaster. Mm-hmm. And her and her IT guy just could not not get their stuff working. All. Yeah. I, I still can't figure it out to this day because like my laptop is fine, but good God. It no. was the most frustrating thing in the entire world. Yeah. That would be the one thing. It wasn't with, you. We've had issues with other people too. Yeah. Not be able to with join. the Zencaster, with Zencaster, we always yeah. have to say weird. like, hey, we're going to meet at 8.30. Uh, yeah. We wouldn't get started till like after nine. Almost always. Just yeah. because Zencaster was just, just, just trying really to hook weird. up to everything. Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah, we've yeah, had yeah. a single episode on Zencaster since we've been live, have we? <laughs> No, no, no sure. we, we tasted we tasted the sweet freedom. Right, we can't yeah. go back. We're way too spoiled. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, and big things have happened to you since uh, Tons. since you last were on here. Yeah, uh, let's see the ring. <clears throat> it's actually not on because I worked out today. I let's pretend that is a it's beautiful all right. ring. Wow. Thank Look you. At Did he go to Jared's? Uh, well, <laughs> I do have a picture of my wedding band because oh. we Wait. just ordered these. Okay. And it's gorgeous. They should be coming in. Um, he got his to match, but mine is it's um a rose gold oh, with a lab grown raw diamond. Oh nice. Um and then he also has like a like both of them are like really rough hewn. Yeah. And so he has a hand hammered copper ring as well. That so, that checks out. That's all yeah. that checks out. I mean, both of us like we both bartend and again, like I work out so much and do like Training and strength training and aerobics and acrobatics and stuff now. So like I am probably just gonna get my finger tattooed because uh-huh. uh, that's just the yeah. easiest. I have, um, yes. I have considered going back and getting one of those like the rubber ones that. Uh, so that's what Jeff's doing is he just has the silicone ones and whenever they break he just snaps them off and gets a oh, new one. That's yeah, smart. he bought like a bag of them and he never has to worry about losing it or breaking yeah. it or anything like that and it's. And it's kind of a meet cute story. You you're marrying your IT guy. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny because <laughs> he doesn't know shit about technology, um, and I know less. You know, so uh-huh. just just restart the computer. Yeah. You know, is it turned on yet? Yeah. You know, I and, and beyond turn it off and on. I'm I'm kind right. of at a loss. Right. I, I, <laughs> so that's how, what most uh, tech support is yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Turn it on. Turn it on. So make a ticket. In. How did Jeff propose? Oh my God, it was so cute. Um, so we, it was our anniversary. It'll actually be one year this Sunday, May awesome. 7th. Okay. Um, so we, it was our like agreed upon anniversary because when okay. we first started dating, things We happened. did that with the anniversary of the show. Yeah. 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 It was like, this is what I feel like was probably. <laughs> yes. yeah. um, so <laughs> it was our uh, seven year anniversary. We went out to a really nice dinner. It was like one of our favorite restaurants. But he was freaking out the entire time. Huh. And he was super weird. And I honestly thought he had to poop, like, the whole time. Yeah. Like, I genuinely thought, like, I, I I don't know. Something was wrong with his stomach or something. Like, he had bad oysters. Yeah. And we left the restaurant. It was down in Market Square. And I was like, man, I'm tired. Can we just go home and, like, cuddle and watch a movie? And he's like... Nah, let's hang out a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, at that point, were you suspecting anything yet? 
I so I knew that he was gonna propose, but I also because he is the other half of my soul, I knew yeah. that he was absolutely gonna do it in a way that I would not expect it. Right. Okay. So he could have one over on me. Oh, of course. Okay. Um, nice, naturally, nice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. as true love as is, you know, like ha proved you. So I was positive it wasn't gonna be like that day, or if it right. was, it'd be like right as we're falling asleep, he'd be like, "Hey, baby, you won't get married." And <laughs> right. then, like, then he just right. back over. <laughs> done and that's yeah, it yeah. i wake up with the yeah. ring on the nightstand Damn, that's, yeah. that's all it wasn't though. a dream <laughs> oh, i knew it <laughs> yeah um but he was freaking out so we went to pres pub which was the worst idea because this was like the first sunny day in may oh sure and oh. we immediately went up to the rooftop because i was wearing a really nice outfit and i was like i don't yeah. want to smelling cigarette smoke yeah, yeah so we yeah. get up to the rooftop <clears throat> and as soon as we get in there i mean it's packed like sardines there's like drunk college kids everywhere <laughs> mm-hmm. like somebody spilled some white claw on my leg oh, i was like course. i just get me the <laughs> fuck out of here like yeah, i am yeah, too yeah. old and tired i hate this it's, it's good to know like, that not much has changed oh man no <laughs> like, at all at all it's awful i mean like it's fun but it just when it's packed it's the worst yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, okay, let's just, and he crushed his drink. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. (laughs) And then as we're leaving, some dude stopped him. That was a guy from high school and was like, hi man, you remember me? I had no idea the context of this, but apparently the last time Jeff saw this guy, like 15 years ago, this guy threatened to kick Jeff's ass. What? They went to high school together. Okay. And so the guy yelled out, hey, Godling, hey, man, you remember me? And Jeff, at this point, I now realize he had the ring in his pocket. Yeah. He's trying to race the clock. So as the sun is going down perfectly and to get the perfect picture, he knew this Did guy immediately. Blanked. And because it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> just got it. Yeah. But he was like, just so on edge and freaked out. So he just being himself was like, what the fuck do you want, man? <laughs> like, awesome. just overreacted immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guy didn't even remember he threatened to fight him. He was Smash like, the ah, I'm smart, man. And Jeff was immediately like, are you, last time I saw you, you said you was going to kick my ass. So we here, we done. <laughs> Damn. What the guy say? The, the guy was like, well, I didn't say that and went to go pull out his phone to bring up a Facebook message. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever been yeah, a part yeah, of. Yeah. And I, like, right. I'm like, baby, can we go? Can we go? And finally, he was like, whatever, man, fuck you. And then, like, took off. And I was like, When I see you in another 15 years. Like, right. we get outside, and, like, yeah. he is just shaking. And, like, he's yeah. smoking a cigarette. Like, he's burning it down to the mm. end of the wick. Like, he is, like, zombie movie smoking. Like, right, cup right, in his yeah. hand oh, and everything, dang. hand shaking. And I'm like, man, he has really got a poop. Like, he's really <laughs> upset. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, all right, man, let's just, like, let's just go home and he was like why don't we go to one more bar and i was like okay and he's like you're gonna want to go to one more bar after this <laughs> i know you will and i was like okay and we started walking across towards the garage and then um he yelled out hey baby look at that free cookies it was that closed it was that subway okay but they have a neon sign that says hot and fresh cookies yeah i'm so out of it full kind of tipsy so right. i was just like dope cookies kept walking uh-huh. it's a closed subway and i'm yeah, really yeah, excited yeah. unbeknownst to me he that was his distraction to get me to turn around and look at him huh. and somebody was like Aww. um hey and i turned around and he's on one knee oh he's got the ring in his hand and he was like I start freaking out. He hasn't said anything yet. And then his first words is, hey, baby, you want to help me get my green card? Uh, (laughs) I love it. And that's how that's how he proposed to me. (laughs) That's awesome. That's amazing. He then said some beautiful stuff and I said some beautiful stuff and we cried and it was it was gorgeous. But uh, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now you said, did he have somebody that was kind of like to take a picture of the moment or anything? So all of that fell through, unbeknownst to both of us. Oh no! Oh. Yeah, but something even better happened. There was a drunk girl outside with all of her friends, and yeah. they whipped out their phones and took oh, tons of pictures. Oh, okay. And they were all like crying and so happy. They're like, "Oh my god, you look so beautiful! I'm so happy for you guys!" And I was like, "Oh my god, thank you! I'm so happy too!" It was great. And of course, they all sent yeah. you the pictures. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Have like 200 pictures. Like again, these oh, were young, no, twenty-something get... girls, just yeah. like oh my god, before you leave, so much like, better than what would have so been. So great, oh, yeah. yeah, gorgeous, perfectly framed. The lighting is immaculate. Perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before no. you leave, you have to show up these pictures. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. It's always yeah. weird to be okay. the subway in Market Square because everything around it is like uh, not franchised. Right? Did you know the thing about that? What is there's it? an actual thing. They signed a lifetime lease there. Really? Yeah, before really? anything went into Market Square, right after they tore down the actual like so a lifetime pavilion. Not a five. No, five no, year, like so long miles. as the franchise deems it worthy to be there, they shall they be there. It. And okay. every fifteen years, they change, like they renegotiate the rent. Yeah, because there's only like two chain restaurants there, right? That that and, and the Petro. Petros. Yeah. yeah. Which is well, both... Tupelo Honey is technically a chain. Is it? Yeah. That's like a fancy cracker barrel. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I keep forgetting that. I had no idea that was a chain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure is. We ate there the other day, me and a friend at the uh, burger stock. Stock and barrel. Stock and barrel. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. stock and barrel, and I like not Watson's. I like not Watson's brunch. They're really, really good. Oh, they do a brunch. Yeah, it's really nice. It's okay. really nice. nice. They um, have sweet potato pancakes that you can put pimento cheese on top of and basically Ooh. have like a McGriddle kind of situation. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, that does sound Ooh, delicious. That'll, yeah. That cures a hangover faster than God. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, great. Yeah, listen to our in Knoxville Market Square, it's kind of our cool area. Yeah. I don't want to say cool like where it sounds like it's hip or anything like that. I, I it's just a it, neat place to go. I find it to be the touristy area. Yeah. Like that's where that's everybody's first stop. If you don't go to Knoxville, that's where you go first. That's yeah. where Go Knoxville is. That's where like the main hub and it's the city center. And it's a good place for people watching and mm -hmm. more importantly, dog watching. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of you there have there a lot of really good dogs down there. Yeah. A lot of really pretty dogs. So many good dogs. But yeah, uh, last time we were there, like we, we were just trying to find the dogs. Me, me and Ryan, like, oh, why, yeah. why are there no dogs here? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Eventually, we found a couple. Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. Getting, we were getting really pissed. The worst thing is when you find a dog, but it's a service dog. Yeah, so you, you can't yes. you can't interrupt his day. No, he's on the clock. No. He's a hardworking dog. Man. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be making an honest living. Because there are people yes. that will just rush over there and start petting on yeah. the service oh, yeah. dogs. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and it's not just service dogs. A friend of mine um, that we both dance together, she's got a Rottweiler that's a hundred and he's a hundred and eight pounds now, and he's eight months old. Okay, big dog. Oh, that's a big boy. Yeah. Big boy. He's also the sweetest, most loving thing that's ever uh, existed on planet Earth. He's the yeah. best. Um, but she has to have like a giant vest and like collar around him that says "Do not pet" because people will just run up mm. and like start touching the, him without oh, wow. like. And it's not that he's aggressive in any way. He's just 108 pounds. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's just massive. He could genuinely hurt somebody just by you. being excited yeah. to go, like, run yeah. up and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. play with you. Right. Yeah. So, like, it's it's crazy. The uh, I mean, I think it's better nowadays than it was a few years ago, especially pre-COVID. Yeah, I think so. I think people are smarter and a little bit slower to what they're doing. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, like, since the last time, I think when you were on here, mm -hmm. this is, like, I think... Uh, COVID, well, you know, COVID's still around. Yeah. But we what? were getting kind of, <laughs> I know it's crazy. <laughs> I've we gotten were, it twice. Oh, <laughs> we were slowly starting to get out of that. And mm -hmm. you were like, I think I got, you had three shows at that point, And then it was kind of like 
don't know where it's going to go at that point because yeah. it was so un, it was just so out there right at that point. Yeah. But it looks like the comedy scene has opened back up in the area. Big time. We have um, three major booking groups. Um, okay. Like people book their individual shows yeah. um, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, Gail Grantham is a really good example of that. But you have um, Safe Kicker. Um, which is Beth Tompkins. Um, she does the Wednesday Scruffy City open mic. Mm-hmm. Um, she also does a bunch of other stuff in town um, yeah. as well. I think uh, the uh, Cidery. I'm is very happy to shoot that over, by the way. Yeah, she's killing it, man. She well, she really, really, it seems to be like in her element. Yeah, no, the, yeah, there was. She, it seems very comfortable for her. I, I I accept now that I was like a I I was a I was a very tenuous band aid for a lot of things <laughs> and didn't realize that I probably should have got pulled off a lot sooner because there were definitely a lot more people. That, that's what the thing that's yeah. made me so happy right now is that uh, between, uh, was it Safe Kicker, mm-hmm. Tiny Stage? Tiny Stage. Yep. And uh, what's the third one? Then you've got Don't Tell Comedy and oh, yeah. um, Tell. Comedy on the Square. And who runs Hip to those? be Square. Uh, so Tiny Stage is Rowan. Yep. And Emily Kirsten and Joanna so, and Booker. And like, is it's kind of... Emily, is she back from the Appalachians? She is. Okay. That so, was such a cool journey to follow. So amazing. And yeah, yeah. She, she walked like, the whole Appalachian ripped. trail. That's awesome. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, so that Emily does a lot of that. But, I could walk like, a day of it. I couldn't do a damn bit of it. You don't think you could do a day? No. Look, I think you're no. fit. You oh, do... it's not about fitness. It's okay. about how much I abhor nature. Uh, <laughs> nature bores you after like an hour. It, 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 ab- no, abhor. Abhor. Oh, <laughs> I hate nature. I love looking at it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love driving through this it. Nature's so fucking boring. Um, I cannot. I don't get cell service. I might break oh, a nail. Oh, it's sure. gonna make my clothes dirty. Yep. I'm gonna sweat, and I'm not gonna be around any of my wet wipes yeah. or anything in my book bag to be able to yeah. stay calm. Yeah, I totally no, get it I am. Because like, when people say, "Hey, do you want to go camping?" It's like I'm an adult. I don't want to sleep in a tent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I sleep in. In silk pajamas every yep. night, and like I have a twelve-step skincare routine. I am not an outdoors. If I just in my bed with me, I'll be okay. As a, as a larper, it's fun camping when you're an adult. Just saying, mm, <laughs> not, not for me. Are there bugs? Uh, depend, oh, yeah, depends on how. Depends on your setup. You know, it depends nah. on your setup. You can bring uh, anti like mosquito stuff. And yeah, no, like you're not. No, I'm still yeah. leaving it to chance. Yeah. No, yeah. no. But the thing I like too is it seems like it's. A healthy environment in the Knoxville comedy. Yeah, well, I at think least from the outside. I literally just—it's. I mean, every—it's still a group of There's people. Still, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. a group of creative people that are trying to figure things out. So you're gonna, yep. you know, like any comedy scene. But it seems but way healthier than it was ours, in the past. Ours is really nice because, like, I literally just got off of a show and came straight here. And like, what I find to be really, really cool is it's very obvious that everybody that does comedy now and is doing all of this, we all take comedy seriously. Yeah. So you're watching people that come in, like they're not getting drunk before they're going on stage. They're like coming up with a prepared set list. They're not riffing. They're not being weird. Yeah. And when they're done, instead of kind of like when I first started, we all just would go to another bar and keep drinking. Like very much, especially when Carleo's was around, like we would get (laughs) done with Carleo's and then we would go over to Urban and get food, Yeah. get food, which was six or seven shots mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> and four beers and yeah. you know it was fine but now it kind of feels like if you are going to go hang out with another comic it's not to get drunk and hang out it is to make plans for the next show 
and everybody is kind of like, this is my yes. thing that I'm doing, and then we're planning for the next show. And this is the tour that I'm doing, and then we're planning for the next show. Like, oh. it's very business. <laughs> Um, yeah. It's professional, but not in like a stuffy way. Oh, keep talking. It's just, keep talking it's literally <laughs> like, we don't take ourselves seriously. We take what we do seriously. Good, and that's right. every single person in the comedy scene, I can that's say. That's awesome, though. That's no gosh. matter if they've yeah, done no. like 20 minutes or 10 years. That's everybody now. I'm set. So God, you have, you have no idea how happy Austin? that. It's great. You need to jump well, back did, into yeah. it. Well, did you ever, uh, did you ever notice my, um, my, my quiet troll on Wednesday nights? I mean, what, what, what the, do you mean quiet? Do you remember the, when you huh. hate fuck the crowd? Because I remember that. Uh -oh. um, do you remember? Well, do do you remember the theme song that I used to I used to play before uh, <laughs> before every every? Uh, I do. So, because of, because of how I felt about the the situation in in, in Knoxville comedy at the time. I'm not even gonna say Knox comedy anymore. Fuck that, Knoxville comedy. <laughs> I opened every show with Fallout Boys. This ain't a scene; it's yep. an arms race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad people noticed. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean it's fascinating when I think about the before and what it is now, and how like it's fun in my head dissecting it of like what what part of it was COVID and what part of it was the people that started doing comedy, because some there's definitely something to be said about a younger generation. Mm -hmm. And especially Gen Z. Yeah. It's fantastic yeah. being surrounded by people that are the most optimistically nihilist yeah, people yeah, yeah. I've ever met. And yeah. So it's like everything's shit, but let's just keep going, guys. Well, let's 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 go. I, and I do think I think I do think COVID also did help because again, in my in my situation, part of the reason I haven't really come back is because I'm still taking care of my dad. Yeah. But COVID definitely like cut a lot of the chaff. Like the people who weren't dedicated enough to come back when everything opened back yeah. up. We're able to be like, eh, yeah, I don't, I'm well, not actually, I'm not, I don't actually feel this. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going home. I think it did that. And also there's an addition and something really cool to be said about the fact that I think it made a lot of people question why they wanted to go back. Mm. I think what it did is it made everybody kind of look into in the inside and be like, why am I even doing this anymore? And the people that their answer goes vanity um, mm. weren't the ones that came back. You kind of have to like to make a good scene and do everything that you can and be a part of it. And like I book here and there and, and with all of the other groups and getting consistent audiences and everything like that, it requires you kind of just show up, have fun. Don't be a dick. Like that's, yeah, it. that's it. And yeah. yep. and then just keep doing it. Don't yeah. stop. It, it'll, it's going to be boring. It's going to suck. You're going to bomb. You're going to be bored. You're gonna want to get drunk because you're bored, or something like it's going like, to well, feel like repetitive. You're gonna be, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's weird. You're gonna get annoyed, and then you know, two days later, you're gonna do a show, and it's gonna be sold out. Like you end up making a hundred and fifty dollars for a Thursday night where you got to talk <laughs> about your anatomy for yeah. seven minutes. It's yeah, great. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Man, it's the only, addictive. The only time I made a, the only time I made that much money in one show was the night that I got my face cut open by a woman uh, drunk on Jack Daniels. Oh, wait, wait what? Oh, was that? The story. Uh, was it the it was Armada? Was, well, not Armada. Uh, oh, not Armada. No, it was. was it was somewhere. Out, it? it was somewhere out in Cookville. Because I was oh, doing. That makes sense. It was. Uh, it was Kylie. Kylie Gray and Dave Wright. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. And uh, whoever it was, because uh, it was. It was a bizarre night because. Kylie was Kylie was in the back with this woman and someone else doing like uh, shots of Jack Daniels for her birthday, 
which is always always funny. Whenever 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 Jeff used to say birth uh, uh, birthday Debbie, um, I don't know which one of his bets it was, but yeah. one of his bits it was. But whenever he says birthday Debbie, I see her nah. I'm just staring mm-hmm. in the corner. The, the the night was utter garbage. Like no one did well. I I did an entire joke breaking down a a classic street joke about Christians being bad drivers. That's why there's so many roadside crosses because only Christians are crashing. And I mm. broke down like why it wasn't a good joke, but it's okay because I, I I gave it a new home on stage. And then Kylie tried to bring the crowd back with the joke I just dissected. Oh no! Oh no! To be like, if you want to go to the drive home that no one's paying attention, the host tried to bring back the room with a joke I literally just shat on. Mm. Um, but uh, towards the end of it, I was just kind of you know, sitting there taking notes, and she sat down beside me. Said that one of my jokes about making fun of, of a pedophile, I was making fun of a child molester. And I, and that, that, to be clear, yeah. I, my, my, my stance was they're ugly and bad. They're, they're, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. It. yeah, right. But she was like, you shouldn't joke about that. And I was like, I'll keep that in mind. And then she got really offended that I wouldn't let her have my pen. Oh. And she kept trying to wrestle oh. it out of my hands. I'm like, no, I shouldn't, you should not have sharp objects. And then she took a swing at me and caught me in the cheek with her uh, her nails. Whoa! Oh damn! Luckily, somebody saw that and like got her away from me. And yeah. they were like, Do "You want to press charges?" I was like, "Dude, my DNA is under a woman's fingernails in another county. No, I do not want the cops yeah. here. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't care what witnesses I have. That's a bad situation for me. I just yeah. want to go home. Let yeah. me give me some paper towels. I'll be fine. Wow, mm, that's crazy. Mm, but have- most money I ever made in one show. Nice. Have wow. audiences? How have audiences been post COVID? You know, it's weird. They're getting bigger and bigger. It's there's been a couple of shows that like, I don't know. It's so strange because I, as soon as lockdown lifted, I started going mm-hmm. back out. Yeah. Um, but I did it like once a month, so I could you make would sure. You would do like uh, their <clears throat> Central Cinema. Either that, or when it first started, we didn't have Central Cinema. Okay. Central Cinema, like. I think that hit about two years ago. Okay. But when things first started letting up, I think one of the first things, it was Trey Pack. He had sent, it's a bar that's not open anymore. Was it the, the bar uh, that was near where the- uh, Corner or something. No, you know that one. The food, that one. The, 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 the food trucks. We're heading near the food truck park? No, no, okay. but I know what you were talking about. That's I'm Corner Lounge. I'm just having out the oh, food man. truck. I couldn't yeah. get the word out. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, audiences, they've been really not only receptive and excited and happy to be there. Yeah. I think something that's really cool is especially the Tuesday Central Cinema shows every single time is packed to the point that we're all pulling out folding chairs and there's people sitting in the aisles. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Like in a m- tiny little black box movie theater, there's people yeah. like filled in like outside so peeking built in. An, they've built an audience. It's huge. It's huge. And I think Boston uh, <clears throat> came out of retirement for a minute and wasn't one of the- uh, Mason reached out to me and I did I did one of the shows for their tiny stage and that was, it was definitely fun because I- so that means so far I've done comedy and burlesque in that building. It makes me very happy. Nice. 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 So you said that you're doing dancing now too? Yeah, so Are you I do doing like the burlesque um, or No, I uh pole and Lyra. Lyra specifically. Okay. Which What's is Lyra. Um it's an aerial hoop that hangs from the ceiling. Oh, oh okay. Um and then That's exciting. you it's basically like think like trapeze okay. kind of. Yeah. Uh, and you're kind of close, but it's a lot of pole dancing moves that are okay. included. Huh. Um, I'm actually going to, well, we'll see if the venue is secured or not. Um, but I'm doing my first um, nationwide competition. Oh, cool. For Lyra in August in Atlanta. Okay. Um, generally, like, 
the way these things go is uh, there's a cash prize at the end. And the studio that I do it for, we've won a minimum of seven gold medals Damn. every time Damn. we've gone down okay. to Atlanta. Right. Nice. Yeah. How long have you been doing it? How long have I been doing mm-hmm. it? A year now. Nice. Almost. Okay. Um, I nice. had to take a break in between because I literally had a break. I broke my oh. wrist. Oh, fuck. Um, it's kind of hard to do. Fell and- yeah, I got off of a rig and it was about like 10 feet in the air, give or yeah. take. Yeah. Um, and I lowered down and I was fine. And then in the space that we were doing it in the theater, they had sand on the ground for some reason. Oh. Which I still to this day am like I don't understand why. Just like and sand, so, was like just all over. Yeah, the- you okay. know, sand. What, the thing that you love when you're yeah. doing aerial arts. <laughs> yes. Um, and I was wearing it ballet. Makes you feel like, like at the beach. Oh yeah, you why not? Let's feel yeah. tropical while we're swinging from the ceiling. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, With the benefits of the ocean. Do by. they usually have like, mats or something down? Not during performances. Oh, okay. Um, so this was an actual performance. When I... This was uh, like our um, dress rehearsal. Okay. Because it was a play that we were doing. Yeah. And um, it was so just like so fast and it pissed me off so much. Hmm. I, I feel like the rage and the adrenaline kept me from realizing how truly broken my wrist was when I yeah. broke it. Because oh, no. <laughs> you fell and went, what the fuck? Oh, Sam? so pissed. I was so yeah. pissed. And I had my ballet shoes on. And so like I had just cutting them up and like burned them the way you're supposed to and like stretched them and cracked them in. Oh, okay. And this was the first, cause you have to like do a lot to get ballet shoes really? ready. Yeah, okay. for sure. Did you, you like on a burn? big rant after you like, said, what the fuck is saying here? You, no, said, yeah. you said burn it? Yeah, so the tip, like the wood tip. Yeah. Well, it's not wood, it's like a cardboard fabric kind of fiber mix. Okay. You cut the tip off of that and then you take it against a rock and break that in. And then really? you take it, like burn it a little bit to melt it and then break it against a rock mm-hmm. again. And then you crack it long ways, crack it short ways. And then you like walk around the house with like fuzzy socks on in those to really like fit the, your foot. Okay. Yeah. And then about three days of that, you can start dancing in them without like hurting your feet really yeah. bad. Yeah, uh, ballet, wow. the only thing, the only thing even close to ballet shoes I've seen require that much work is like a new baseball glove. Yeah. Like it huh. is, it is intense. The amount of damage and like, adjustments you have to do for those so and once yeah. you uh, mm. break the ballerina shoes in mm-hmm. how long can you use those before you then have to go to new so i'm aerial um so i really i'm never on my feet okay. uh the reason why uh, i wear ballet slippers and ballet shoes is because when you're doing that stuff in the air you have to really curve your feet like point your toes okay with your heel down just like a ballet foot yeah thing of it is is i broke three toes back in high school that they never healed so my feet do this thing called a scythe where if i like i'll have to overcompensate with my knees and my thighs to make sure i can do certain tricks my big one that i do is called well it's a broken arrow that goes into a death drop where i climb up to the top of it and then I hang upside down by just my foot and yeah. let go of everything. Yeah. Uh, so um, now, is this the same studio that you do this where Susan does the pole dancing? Yeah. Yeah. Sheer okay. Inspiration Studio. Um, Susan's actually an instructor. Yeah. She's, she's been, incredible. She's, she's really good. She's been putting oh, awesome like, uh, videos on TikTok and it's yeah. amazing what she's yeah. doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, man. I where she first started and how she is now. It's, it's, yeah. Not it's a day incredible to see. Oh, my God. And we just did a, dance together it was my first time dancing on stage in a couple of months and we did a goth theme show oh nice and uh she did this part where like 
she did I think three two different performances and the one that she did that was this last one was absolutely insane like at the end of it like her and um our friend Sarah Mason were like covered in blood on a tarp oh my god it, <laughs> what yeah they had like a fake heart that they bit into Whoa. and then like it was like syrup came down okay. and poured all over it was basically like a murder suicide vampire thing okay um, but poor Susan, she was wearing leather pants, so all that corn syrup got everywhere. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it took, like, three hefty gals and two giant bins of, uh, like, every form of baby wipe for us to get them okay again oh. when they came backstage. So, oh. where are you so finding much. time right now to do all this? Um, it's weird. So, I've kind of, I've did this thing, um, a about a year ago that I started doing and it's made everything better and that's that I've picked one single day that is just for me. Okay. And that is Mondays. And it's me and Jeff really. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. we spend one day just us together and every single Monday. Okay. It doesn't without fail. We don't take shows. Okay. We don't take shifts. Nothing. And because of that I get all of my recharge kind of in one day. Yeah. And then because of like because I bartend and then dance and then stand up because I have that, and mm -hmm. then also I work out constantly, which keeps my mind kind of more focused. Okay. And it helps me sleep better. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's basically like Odin sleep at this point. Like when I, <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten my sleep routine down. Like I do um, a 20 minute workout or yoga before I go to sleep. Um, wash my face in a very specific order and way, which is kind the of a ritual. Steps. Yeah. And um, then I do the ice bath. Uh, where I plunge my whole face. Oh, really? <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. And do, so you fill uh, the sink up and... It's a, I have a little bowl that fits everything. And okay. um, once I put my hair up, like set my curls and everything, I just dunk my whole face into a bowl filled with soda water or Topo Chico because I like mineral water. And you're fancy. Oh, yeah. Super fancy. <laughs> so uh, um, you, do you do it as just part of like the... What is what is your opinion so, on the cold water? It's I'm, uh, I'm lymphatic drainage okay. is why I do Ooh. it. Um, what does that mean? So anytime, especially I have a problem where I snore a lot and I just have very guttural. Same. Yeah, it's really bad. And so if I can make sure like the lymph nodes in and around my ears, my nose and like my upper cheeks and around my eyes, if I can at least flush them a little bit, mm -hmm. that's perfect. And so doing an ice bath. Stuff? Yeah. That's when you really? fill up a bin full of ice water and just dunk your face in. Once you start to feel your face kind of get acclimated to water, pull it out. And you'll notice within about five minutes, everything just starts immediately pouring out of you. Damn. Just oh, really? like done. Try so this. by the time I go to bed, I'm like completely clearing as a whistle, super clear. Because used to, I would have to take like an allergy pill or like oh, yeah. spray, like the throat spray to sure. numb it. Yeah. Not anymore. I don't allergy stuff. And so that's it. like yeah. five, ten minutes, right? Like you said, as soon as they I, acclimate. I pretty much, um, I mean, 90 seconds is really? about when you'll, your skin I gets used to cold. Water is five minutes yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That would feel like um, yeah. I'm about 90 seconds. About 90 <laughs> yeah, seconds. Yeah. Uh, that's impressive. It's, it's calming for me. Yeah. But it's also like I do so much mindfulness meditation and mindfulness breathing every moment of every day. Your ice machine is also impressive. Oh, it is. You, my ice machine, <sighs> horrible. It uh -huh. takes like three days to get like a whole thing full. Now, mine does the chipped ice and everything, Ooh. especially during the summer. Sometimes nice. I give myself like nice little presents and I get the Sonic ice. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Sonic Ours. Ice is the best. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it's it is. It great. Is the best. Ours wouldn't stop producing ice, and so I had to disconnect it. No, really, yeah. it was just doing what it's supposed to do. We Did couldn't. We couldn't a, turn it off. You couldn't turn nah. it. Off. It didn't have like a sensor really? or anything. It didn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> it was wow, done. Like, I'm making you want ice? ice? I'll give yeah. you ice. Yeah, look at this motherfucker. Some ice. I hate the thing. So mine is that has that that little rod thing that you have to pull oh, yeah. up and you have to pull it down and sometimes it doesn't want to go down and it kind of fights you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what causes that. I don't know if it's just like, hey, I'm gonna break. Fridge. Like, yeah. Fridge I'm business. Done. Yeah. I'm done. But yeah, it takes forever. Well, that's mm-hmm. fascinating. I'm, I'm listening to try this. It's great. It's great. But I do stuff like that and I've started like my sleep is better it's more restful right i stay asleep i wake up exactly precisely when i mean to so you don't have to take any allergy meds anymore or anything uh i if, i mean it's still east tennessee so yeah, i'll yeah. still have to it's take a there and there season this right. year. but that being said like i'm it's nowhere near as bad as it's always been okay. and it's a really great thing to do just kind of constantly first either first thing in the morning or right before bed it just kind of rewires your brain and gets you ready for whatever your goal is at that moment. Okay. Whether and sleep is super important for mental health. Because mm-hmm. I know over days, if I haven't gotten much sleep, the brain is a little bit more oh, racy yeah. than other, other oh, times. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm fully diagnosed. Well, ADHD. Duh. What comic isn't? <laughs> um, Sorry, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but I also have a panic disorder. Oh. And so if I get to a point where I just can't handle something anymore, like I have a full on panic attack. Really? Yeah. The problem is, is my panic attacks. It took through COVID and getting a new therapist before I found out. But turns out disassociating is a form of a panic attack. Okay. Yeah. Completely shutting down and like just staring off into space and losing everything. Right. It can be a symptom of having like a full on hmm. episode. That, ex- that explains a lot. Yeah, if shit's just hitting the fan too much and you're hitting that fight or flight, there is also fight, flight, freeze, where you just completely shut down. And that's what I had done all through uh, when I was a kid, and I thought that that was just me kind of being a little ditzy or flaky. Yeah, yeah. Turns out, no, no, I just can't handle, like, a lot of people or being in front of people, which is hilarious. Yeah. But I'm on a very good medication now and a really good regimen with the therapist and doing a lot of med like... Thinking clearly, not drinking too much, not like just taking care of myself. It makes me able and to do more things, and it's mm-hmm. easy to do more things. Perfect. Yeah, you actually have like this lighter about you. Yeah, not to oh, say shucks. that you used to be super dark or anything. Yeah, like, like had a had a rain cloud <laughs> over your head or anything. Yeah, but there is a light coming off of you. Yeah, it's feeling great. It's feeling great, and it just required like really focusing on what what I needed, what my body was telling me I needed and what I needed to think about and how much I needed to slow down to speed up. I think that's one thing where you were talking about earlier with the Gen Zs. I think Gen Mm -hmm. Zs in a way also the millennials did that's really good is they made where mental health wasn't this uh, thing that you had to hide in. Yeah. They normalized mental health uh, getting help for your... Don't don't forget, I, I, I am a millennial. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, millennials too. <laughs> okay, all right. Just, because my generation, unfortunately, grew up where this was the kind of stuff you had to, you had to hide. Yeah. Like, I was always nervous about trying to, when I finally did go to a psychiatrist, I had to get over the whole, that word and yeah. how, how bad that word's, I can't think yeah. of the word right now I want to use here. Uh, uh, the, there was a stigma. A, so, a stigma. stigma. There was a stigma. A stigma like... to those kind of words. And therapy even like taking, oh no yeah even taking like medication and you're like oh yeah it's like that's so stupid because if you if you need uh, glasses you wear glasses yeah yep. yeah it's you break it's your no, leg yeah. you cast yeah you know, exactly it's no different but yeah, yeah I think that's one of the things that 
that millennials and Gen Z have done is really help normalize healthcare. Oh, and it's so uh, good. Mental healthcare, because it's, it's so important. Oh, it's sure. so important. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'm, I still have my struggles, but I know the Ryan of today is so much better than the Ryan of like yeah. three or four years ago. Oh, man. And it's nice being able to know that you, you're not alone in all of it. Like, I do a lot of Reddit, just kind of just scrolling through and talking to people on Reddit about it. Yeah. Um, there, especially once I, like, I think a little bit of it, too, is having a diagnosis really meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. It kind of vindicated, like, I knew. Yep. I knew it was. <laughs> knew there was something. Yeah. There was something here that was a little weird, and it wasn't just that weird. Right. Like, yeah. it I, felt really good having it. I, I, <laughs> I know more. The doctor, you want them to find what's wrong? Yeah. Like, just tell me yeah, something's yeah, yeah. wrong yeah. so you can fix it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know that, uh, uh, what is it? Peer review diagnosis is becoming more of a accepted thing now, where it's like, yeah, it's like, no, a doctor hasn't told me I'm autistic. These ten autistic people have told me, oh, yeah, okay. I'm probably autistic. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah, you show all the symptoms that we have. Join that's, the club. That's it's okay. What happened to me. Uh, my doctor kept prescribing me the wrong things, and somebody said, "Hey, Ryan, I think you may be bipolar." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, that's a death sentence." Yeah, like, that means I'm completely broken for all time. Yeah. And then finally, when I was honest and went to, I had a new doctor at this point. That's what they diagnosed me. And then the psychiatrist, like, yeah, yeah, you're you're bipolar. Yeah. But it's like until you get, you know, what your issue is, you can't really get on anything to help you. Yeah. And um, my big thing is like it took, because especially with what I have, there's not really medication you can take. Mm. Like, if you just want to live an average, normal life, they're, they're like, things are going to upset me at some point. Like, yeah, I yeah, am yeah. going to get upset. I am going to get flustered. I am going to get tired. Yeah. And there's no, like, preventative way to stop from a panic attack happening. It's just going to happen. Yeah. So what's better is now having a therapist that I work with that is like, okay, so here's what we're doing is we're, like, I have a very low dosage of Adderall to kind of keep me just kind of focused. Yeah. But the majority of it is truly kind of looking inward and meditating all the time. It's taking all of the amount of time that I need. And I think it's really cool that I have a therapist that I can reach out to and things hit really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like with every time I keep doing this and keep working on it, I'm getting better and better at being able to like calm myself and keep myself from just kind of blacking out and then yeah, forgetting yeah, yeah. what I'm doing and then coming to and I'm like heavy breathing in my car freaking out. Yeah. So it's really nice having it. And I'm just so happy it's okay with everybody else to do that too. I'm a uh, therapy hunting right now. My therapist yeah. thought of the company I was with, I'm gonna just say it, Life Stance. Yeah. Uh, they've screwed me over on my bill. Mm. They've went back two years and rebuilt me for things when they weren't even they weren't running healthy mind counseling oh, at that time. Oh, those dirty bastards. Yeah, oh. so then they were like, hey, instead of owing $35, you owe $635. And also, mm. I'm bipolar, so, you know, that's not yeah. something good to spring yeah, on somebody. No. It's like, okay, you want more of my business. Mm. Uh, so I'm actually talking to a journalist this week. Good. A journalist oh, reached you, out to yeah. me. Yeah. Because yeah. ah. um, it's not just you, right? It's a bunch no, of people. No, it's a lot of people. Yeah. One person said, hey, they refused to, um, to give my son a fill on his medication. He killed himself. Oh my and, god! Yeah. So yeah. So life stance. If you have life stance, just be careful. Flee with their billing. <laughs> yeah. Run uh, away. Yeah, but yeah. Been... So that's the thing that sucks because you you want a therapist. It takes a while to find a good therapist. You have it does. To, you have to click with them. 
And oh, I think yeah. sometimes people get worried about that. Oh, I don't want to offend them, so I'm going to stay with them. You don't want to do that. You I, need to find a therapist that's... Yeah. They're, they're, big, they're big boys and girls. They can hit into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been in therapy since I was 15 years old mm. um, because my parents very quickly, about the time puberty hit, they were like, oh, that one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. well, that one's... Yeah. that. That's not normal. Yeah. That's... Mm. Well, that, that boy ain't right. Uh, yeah. yes. But that's cool that your yeah. parents were like, hey, therapy very, is good. Very yeah. good. Well, both of my, my mom is a medical professional and okay. she's uh, now 30 years OBGYN. She worked at Planned Parenthood for years and years. Okay, cool. So she was around a lot of young women and she kind of was seeing a lot of the forefront of stuff and like, she kind of was really genuinely figuring out like, is this hormones? Is she just being a shithead 15 year old or is yeah, this yeah, yeah. like a thing? And got me into therapy um, pretty early. And then around 18 or so, I had to start doing anger management. Um, but it took so long for, and so many different diagnoses too. Like it started with depression and then they thought it was a personality disorder. And then they were like, well, it's probably ADHD. Mm-hmm. And then they thought a dissociative disorder for a while. And then it took like, having three different therapists that all three of them were like kind of in agreement about what these were. Yeah. And I also picked the one, like how I picked mine really was a insurance B. I wanted to make sure it was a decent drive away from my home because I like having that long drive home to like kind of chill and figure it out. Yep. And then, um, it was making sure that they specialized in my family background because my grandma's gay and we're military. Yeah. So I wanted somebody that was very like matter of fact, but also understood like, especially in East Tennessee, like oh, I'm yeah. bisexual, my grandma's gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be cool with the queers, man. Like yeah. <laughs> you yeah, have to be yeah, cool yeah. with us for yeah. me to be able to handle this. No. Yeah. yeah. There, there are a lot more resources nowadays for uh, finding those those niche. Yeah, so much God, more. I hate, I hate niche, you, niche. you feel bad using the word niche. Yeah, I feel bad using the word um, niche, but that's, that's, that's kind of But the, I, yeah. I'd say, like, if you're LGBTQ right now, it's just such a shitty time because it's like, it seems like the hate is getting even more. Like, there's more hate now. I am under the full belief that it's the surge. The surge is the thing that happens when a person, especially you see it in hospice a lot, when a person is about to die, they have a giant surge of energy. Mm-hmm. And they the try rally. to, yeah, they, they're getting ready to do something and then two hours later, they're just dead. Mm, yeah, I think a lot of things that are happening in like social justice and social work and like everything that's happening now is a part of the surge. Like okay. I don't, they're, the people at hand, and I am resonant to say it's just Republicans, I think it is more of just an old world power struggle. You must fit this to be able to work and have like the promises made by this country, which is youth is a promise, old age is a security, where if you want to work, you have a job, and if you want to have a life, you can have a life. And it's that social contract. And I think... Um, a lot of people think that their version of the social contract is the only right one, and you mm-hmm. aren't allowed to have a good life unless you follow their social contract. Yeah. And that's just not how it works, and I don't think they're gaining new people by the day by preaching that. Nope. No. No, no yeah. at all. In fact, that's that Gen uh, Z positivity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. It's, yeah. uh, um, the, it reminds me a lot of the people talking about, uh, especially with like the 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 really hardcore proselytizers. Yeah. How what they're doing isn't as much trying to actually convert people, but by 
by me showing you my faith and you rejecting it, that enforces it to me that I'm right. Mm-hmm. Like that's the yeah. way it's the way it's lined up. So like yeah. the they're as they're screaming. You, know, you said yeah, the the surge. They, they as they're screaming like no, this is the right way. And everyone's going, is it? Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. They're like yeah. ah, see clearly I'm right because everyone's against me and then. Uh, yep. that somehow is logical to why I'm right. Well, yeah. And I find just in human interaction in general, embarrassment is the fastest pipeline to the worst behavior. If somebody's embarrassed, they're going to very quickly just be a shitty person. I'm bartend- hills, yeah. I've bartended for 10 years and done stand-up comedy for 11. Yeah. I know when somebody's embarrassed, they are awful. It's- it's ticking time bomb of bad. Yeah, it's it's in it. You know, uh, I, I, now I have I have seen it work. I have seen it work in 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 favor of the comic before. Yeah, uh, where it was because uh, I know that that was that used to be the the whole reason behind the stockades was was like, look, we can't afford to kill you because we yeah. need you to do to pull your weight around here. So we're going to embarrass you in front yep. of everybody <laughs> and yeah. hope that that shame will keep you in line. Yeah, but it doesn't always work. No. Now no. speaking of that though, you did have like recently. An awesome interaction with an audience member that went a little viral <laughs> on TikTok. Did you I tell did. That story? Yeah. Um, so I was at the Wallace Theater in Johnson City. Um, great place for comedy. Um, fantastic green room. Um, it was a really, really good show. Um, I already knew I was going to enjoy it because I looked in the trash can and they had a giant empty bottle of early times. And, uh, <laughs> nice. And it was uh, not with the right place. Uh, it was an yeah. all women's show, yeah. um, and there was an empty package of birth control, and I was like, "Ah, I'm home, Mama. Um, Mama's home." Oh man! Uh, but I went up on stage, and I have this joke that I've been telling for a few years now. That it involves crowd work, but it's controlled crowd work, where I'll pick somebody out in front, and um, uh, you know, if you could go anywhere at any point in time what would you where would you go and what would you do and the way that i always pick an audience member out um is i look for the person that looks like they want to talk and they're like they look excited and they're into it (laughs) but they haven't laughed too much or too little they haven't tried to talk to me already they had like, but they just keep making eye contact and seem like they're having a good time. I don't, well, I, yeah, I don't also, it's hard to tell if somebody's just having a good time or if they're drunk when you're on stage and it's a short amount of time. Yeah. 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 It's hard to tell when somebody claps weird. Is this just how they clap or have they had six margaritas before they sat down? Yeah. Like back to back. But you spot this lady. This girl. See this girl and like, she looks looks fun and she looks great um the end of the joke or the lead into that joke is whatever they answer and nine times out of ten i can kind of guess what they're gonna answer yeah 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 um not this one but most of the time my response is i would go to the 1960s and i would be a 60s housewife i would be a nervous 60s housewife yeah because the pills were amazing they were so good (laughs) yeah they were so amazing. You would be so fucked up. You would name your son something like Buzz. That's insane. <laughs> you were you were on speed and freaking clonopins. Like, it was great. Amazing. Um, so, but this girl, I was like, she's going to probably say something kind of fun and I can riff with her. I handed over the microphone um, and I asked her, where would you go? What would you do at any point in time? And she goes, Honduras 2018, not get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dang. oh, wow! Yeah, and I was like, 
Because huh. <laughs> as soon as she said that, it took me a second for what she said yeah, to yeah. actually hit me. And then I was like, well... There goes the rest of my set, and I just sat down. <laughs> like, no, didn't I, even bother. I, like, I, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine that. that yeah, if, if nothing else. Like that's that's the rest response? of the night. Like, like, oh, yeah, thing, so oh. when I sat down, the friend that she was with starts pointing at me, and she goes twice, twice, <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, hold on, and I looked at the girl, and I was like, bitch, did you get kidnapped twice? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> In Honduras, in Honduras, both of them in Honduras. Okay, so um, I went out to a bar later with after the show ended to talk to her. I was like, "Fuck, how tired I'm gonna be!" Like, I'll get a Motel Six in Johnson City tonight if it means I can get this story. Yeah. So she told me um, the first time that she got kidnapped. The first time she got kidnapped. You never forget your first time. Ever. No. Um, and, and why go back a second time? Yeah, yeah right? Right? First thing, why did you go back a second right. time? Why? Mm. I'm floored. I'm flabbergasted. Amazed. Um, but I, like, so the first time she... The way that Honduras is in like the main port they city, they love to kidnap. Uh, right, they do. Apparently. It's actually the number one place to get kidnapped in the entire. Uh, kidnap for ransom. Oh well, that's that's, not, that's statistically uh, pretty. pretty that's pretty great for yeah. such yeah, a small yeah, yeah. landmass, you know. So in the main city, where all the cruise ships, and both times she was on a cruise. That oh. that was oh, a no. huge part of it. Bitch loves cruises. <laughs> it's great. So stay on the boat. Oh man, she but she loves margaritas. Um, right. Well, that was the thing, is she gets off the boat, they're walking through the touristy side of town, and in the main, like, city, they have a gigantic, like, barbed wire fence wall with police, oh, like, keeping in you front, from the rest of Honduras. Keeping you from okay. the rest of Honduras, with yeah. police, like, in front of gates and shit. Yeah. Um, so they're walking, like, around some area, and they see a sign that says $2 margaritas and free Wi-Fi. <laughs> Oh no! And it's a hand painted sign with an arrow that just points down. So this is basically like free candy on the side of a van. I mean, it would have gotten me yeah. <laughs> like, wow. immediately. Like that's that cartoon, like the box with the stick with the string yep. that you pull. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah like two dollar margs and free Wi Fi. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh huh. Um. So she went like into By the others. It was her and another friend. Okay. She went into town. Or like into the bad side of town, really, and then they she followed the signs to an abandoned parking garage. Oh no! That oh, no. she walked all the way up to the top of the abandoned still, parking she, garage. Maybe it's on top of this parking garage. Yeah. Well, so up at the top there is like three dudes, a grill, and a couple of like chairs, like plastic chairs. And true to their word, a giant margarita machine. <laughs> so these are so nice kidnappers. They, they they at least were nice enough to provide the beverages. Yes. So they get you have, like, commit, you have to commit you know, to the bit. You have yeah. to. You have to. Um, so they had three or four like margaritas, and some dude started talking to him, told him about this beautiful place on the beach. Oh, so I can take you to. Um, like definitely like that's where they trapped them and then the dude takes them to the second location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he convinces them like, let's go to this beach. And they're like, okay, let's go and follow this complete stranger out of the parking garage. Oh my and God. he pulls it up in a van, in an actual van, sliding Damn. door and all. 
And, and they're still not thinking anything sucks. Nothing. They're like, oh my God, you're so nice. So they get <laughs> what a great van. Uh, into the van and he is about to close the door. And she's like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Guys, we forgot our bathing suits. <laughs> and her friend Tess was like, oh shit, yeah, dude. <laughs> so she stops the guy from closing the sliding door and she's like, I'm so sorry, Sam, is it Sam? We forgot our swimwear. <laughs> and he was like, you don't need it. And starts closing the door. And she was like, no, but you don't understand. I'm a big girl. I need it. And he was like, no, you're not. And she was like, no, but for real, I'm going to go. And he was like, fine. Let's her out. <laughs> oh, let's her out. Let's okay. her out. Goes to close the door on her friend. Oh, no. <laughs> and then her friend goes, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> and she goes, I'm getting your bathing suit. And she was like, oh, shit. I don't have my bathing suit. Excuse me, Sam. If you could just, I just need my bathing suit. So they crawled out of the van, effectively by annoying the shit out of their kidnapper so much. (laughs) Wow. But he just gave up. Yeah. So here's what happened. They go back to the hotel. Yeah. And change into their swimwear to go meet him again. No. No. Because they promised him they would come back and they felt bad. So they got all the way back there, towels, flip-flops, bikini, drunk as shit, get back to the fence. And the cops were like, we're not letting you go through a second yeah. time. It's dark out. This is absolutely not. So the cops not- you the first time. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you come back alive, then we can't, we yeah. can't let you. Come yeah. on. Like, yeah, we yeah, feel yeah. bad at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> and they, like, were all upset because they couldn't go. So they're yelling at the guy, like, through the fence, like, Sam, Sam. And he's like... Just come on. And they're like, do not go with Sam. Sam is a known kidnapper. We are telling you he will kidnap you. Like, and so they were like, okay, fine. And gave him $20 each because they felt bad. Sam. Yeah. So the Sam kidnapper. So like like so, through the gate? Yeah. Like through the gate. After, they after they paid their. He's a kidnapper. They, they paid an I'm sorry fee, like a cancellation oh. fee for the <laughs> kidnapping. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Sam made money on this? He made forty bucks. Well, he made wow. forty bucks. But how much did he spend on margaritas? And, and he didn't really have to they bought the margaritas. Money. They bought the margaritas. They too? bought the margaritas yeah. themselves. Yeah, they bucks. yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna say right now, this is Sam. the best kidnapping story I've yeah. ever heard. That's the first kidnapping. Yeah. Oh, this is still the first one. So yeah, right, rich. right. Yeah. The Please second tell one. Me it's still with Sam. No, it was even better. It, oh. They so they ended up. They almost went to the same place that Sam was. Is what happened. So they got off of the cruise ship the second time. Yeah. Same now, cruise? Now, mind you, it's the same cruise line. Okay. Okay. Uh, they got off the cruise ship a second time. This time, she is with five friends. All of them know this bitch has gotten kidnapped before. Right. Was the other so, girl with them? No, Tess okay. was thankfully at home. Bless okay. her heart. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was uh, Jess, uh, who is the kidnappy. Yeah. So they decided to follow her because they were like, well, she's been kidnapped before. So she's learned. She yeah, yeah, knows yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. She's going to be able to pick up on the signs like that. Yep. So anyway, they made a dumb decision and decided to ask somebody for weed. <laughs> they wanted to smoke weed. Sure. And it was, they believed on the up and up. It was a woman that worked for the cruise line. And she was like, yeah, my family lives here. Like, I get you some weed. Just get in my van. <laughs> what? They all have vans. Why do they all have vans? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. And they were like, Okay. Cheap, yeah. cheap to import. Yeah. yeah, like super, super, no this problem. This one seems a little bit 
better in a way because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's a female. Just a, it was a woman. So well, maybe it was she a nice lady. Line. I yeah. She worked on the cruise line. They weren't, outside, they weren't on the outskirts of town. Were they? No, they had just gotten off the cruise okay. ship. They were and this downtown. Is yeah. for the cruise. And this is a woman that this works is a for bit the cruise. More understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll give her this. Absolutely. I hate so, victim like, blaming, but the first one was that on them. First oh, one, yeah, I mean, was very like, how did you stay alive? Insane. So they get in the van and they're driving into the mountains, like into the far side. Oh God. And about literally when they turned on a dirt road is when Jess was like, "Mm, hey guys, so not to be that girl or anything, but I've been kidnapped before. (laughs) And I'm just saying that this is all really familiar. Yeah. And Lisa, to her credit, she was like, I'm not kidnapping you. And she was like, that is exactly what a kidnapper would say. (laughs) That is, no, no. Why are we in the middle of the jungle, Lisa? (laughs) She was like, I'm not kidnapping you. I'm just going to my house so I can get weed. Yeah. And they were like, okay, I guess. Cut to another 20 minutes. Of traveling up this mountain. Of traveling up this mountain. They finally get to like a house in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Yeah. And out of that house comes a small child in a diaper with a machete. What? <laughs> oh, fantastic. That's the baddest ass baby I've ever heard. Wow. So everybody's like, oh my God, what's the deal with machete baby? And <laughs> Jess is like, I told you I've been kidnapped before. Nobody listens. She was all kinds of upset. Yeah. So how it shook out is basically like a couple of them went into the house and smoked weed with Lisa and okay. bought some weed off of her. Yeah. Meanwhile, the others that were like, I am not getting out of this van. Including our friend. Uh, according, uh, currently, like, Jess. Yeah. Um, and at some point, the small child with a machete started cutting down mangoes and giving them to him through well, the that's window. Nice. That's, that's a nice kid. That's so a nice baby. they had a yeah. gigantic pile of mangoes, like this big. Aww. Okay. And then they start freaking out, realizing their cruise ship's about to leave in like an hour and oh, a half. Oh, yeah. And they're fucked. Yeah. So they like well, run she, into. She, the, she has to work. Yeah, exactly. Ship. So they bust in and they were like, oh my God, we have to go. We have to go. And Lisa's like, we can get the next boat. And they were like, I'm sorry, what? And she was like, Fine. <laughs> and, I'm kidnapping you guys. All and right. then she took them back. And like they had barely 13 minutes to spare. Really? But yeah, yeah. Again, a second time, she managed to annoy her way into not <laughs> getting kidnapped. And then she felt bad because she thought Lisa was really cool. So she added her on Facebook. Oh, wow. Wow. She brought it up to me. She's like, yeah, this is my kidnapper. Lisa, she's really nice. I wish her happy birthday every year. Jess needs to start yeah. doing like hostage negotiations. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. Like traveling to yeah. countries. This does make me feel. She is right. This does make me feel. Life. This does make me feel very vindicated, though. Yeah. Because that means. Well, no. For for Jess, because I don't know how many times that was a trope during kids TV, kid shows that we watch as kids. Rugrats. Rug <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah Rugrats actually, always had machetes. Not treasure. <laughs> no, it was a screwdriver. But uh, there were there were others. I know there was a, there was a story. Yeah. Uh, not was it, it wasn't Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn, but it was a story of a kid like that where it was just they annoyed their kidnappers right. yeah. to a point where right. they were yeah. like, okay, fuck this, I'm done. I can't do this yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That, uh, that, was, that was one of my favorite episodes of the Rugrats. It's was, like the meme of the Simpsons where Ralph is going through the window. And they're like going after uh, so, an hour after kidnapper has kidnapped me. Yeah. So yeah. was Lisa really trying to kidnap her, or was she just trying to give her weed? I'm confused. So, as far as they can understand it, they were kind of hoping. What 
it seems like, and this is a thing that does happen as yeah. well, where yeah. especially if they work for the cruise ship, they will just keep you there and make you miss your boat. Okay. Mm. And then be like, oh, well, I have a cousin that's a travel agent, so we oh, can so reset okay. and get this fixed for you guys. Oh. And then you can stay at my other cousin's hotel in town. Okay. Yeah. Basically, that's what it, it or like. So it's just to get more money from them. Yeah. It's to grift yeah. them and kind of leave them stranded. And especially yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. The the but biggest thing it doesn't seem like they're really being kidnapped. They're yeah. just yeah. You know, the what is it that she said? She found out after the second time that technically it's not an international kidnapping until they take your passport. I was like, that's not knowledge you should have firsthand. <laughs> no, <laughs> at no. all. Uh, my favorite uh, for a while there I got stuck on a TikTok where I would keep seeing people that were missing their cruise ships. Oh and man, how bad are you with time? You can't yeah. like, man. Jamaica can't be that cool. Like, no. not enough to have like to I'm fork over right five hundred dollars to fly I'm back home. I'm heading back to my cruise ship forty five minutes early. Oh yeah, I want to make sure that I get on that boat. Yeah. I, I like being on time for things anyway. Yeah, same. And if I God, you got, lose your yeah, if you I lose your stuck, fucking mind if yeah. you were, if you got back at and, one point, me and my oh, friend yeah. Anlin were going to go on Amazing Race, and I was like, I can't do that because we went on Amazing Race. I would be a villain. Yeah. I, I would scream at her. Yes. Oh, yeah, fair. I know I would. Yeah. Our gimmick was... Uh, she, she is not good on time. Best <laughs> friends forever. She had just came out as trans. Oh, yeah. And so that was going to be it. And I was like, going, I'm going to be on TV screaming at my best friend who's trans. Yeah. I would be a villain. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you would be yeah wouldn't be, be the be greatest. Yeah. Uh, at this point, we're going to take our first break. I don't think yeah. we can either top that. And then when we come back, we're going to oh, do... No. Uh, we're going to draft game shows and talk about one Mr. Tom Hardy. I'm excited. Yay. <laughs> Welcome back to the BRB AFK Middle Roll. Uh, joining us here in the Quieter Studios today is uh, Jamie Skull. Are we in NPR from... now? It sounds like it. I'm, I'm actually going I'm getting, I'm actually getting sleepy. <laughs> joining us with uh, Jamie Skull to Hi. talk about her uh, new podcast, Tales from the Tipped. This has been a long time coming, so I'm excited. We're having a our release is tomorrow, which is Monday, May 1st. So nice. by the time, because we'll, this will air around, we're in around May 15th, so you'll have like one or two episodes out for everybody to listen to? At least one. Okay. So there's mm-hmm. been a lot of snags. We've been, um, my friend um, Amy Knight and I have been working on this for a little <laughs> over two years. It's been, and we've hit a lot of snags. What's the concept? The concept is, um, so it's Tales from the Tipped, as in tipped employees. Mm-hmm. And so the okay. concept is stories from the service industry. Okay. And Love the name, by the way. It's not Thank circumcision you. based. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the confusion. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Are yeah. they tipped? Yeah. <laughs> so you left them to bar. Yeah. So her and I, we've been friends for about 25 years. We have collectively worked in the industry for 50 years so uh, wow. we met okay. in the service industry so and we tell that story on our first episode which is hopefully to be released tomorrow may 1st each episode we'll be interviewing a person that anybody that has been in the service industry oh really and in any service industry not necessarily restaurants but for example our first episode is we're interviewing bernadette west which you all may be familiar with she is one of the proprietors of some of our famous hmm. bars downtown, including uh, in downtown Knoxville, including Preservation Pub. Oh, wow. But we're not interviewing her about those yet. Okay. We will. Okay. But 
she used to be a flight attendant. And so oh. our first oh. episode is interviewing her about her days as a flight attendant. West. Because that is also a service industry. And it's really good. We're excited about it. Um, we've had a lot of snags along the way, including having to change our name. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so we went through a plethora of service industry names. And she came up with Tales from the Tipped, and nothing was taken. So we immediately went and, like, grabbed it all we're like this is ours yeah and so you can find us on tales from the tipped on everything you're gonna be on everything all the podcasts we 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 have a website too tales from the tip there's probably nothing on it yet but that's going to be our platform and uh, all of our platforms are going to be that tales from the tipped at everything there's some great stories she talks about meeting some celebrities yeah we laugh and it's great so um that should be premiering tomorrow may 1st I'm going to speak for Boston and Scott and God. We're all excited. <laughs> We're all excited. Thank uh, you so much. All right. That, that is the BRBFK Midpole. Yeah. That's break. Welcome back, beautiful people of the internet, to the second half of the BRBFK podcast. We are still here with Liz Brooks. Thank goodness she didn't her... leave. On... <laughs> no, she didn't. She, she didn't, didn't get kidnapped. Nope. Nope. No, she sure didn't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting to see a baby with a machete outside any, any point now. Yeah. She didn't get bowling for suit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we also have a guest on the phone with us. Ooh, Allegedly. that's exciting. Who's our guest? Greetings and kind cases, all you beautiful people. Michael Shibley. Michael Yay. Shibley. Now, uh, Mike. Yep. So last episode, we did our draft and we did uh, professional wrestlers. If Boston wins this, it's bullshit. So I'm just going to say that right up top. I would agree. So far, we've had three winners of our of our uh, drafts. Jamie Skull won. I won one. Boston has won one. Scott has not won yet. Uh, maybe your strategy of missing episodes isn't really going to pay it's, off. I, I, was, I was hoping it would. I had a, a whole like thing planned, but apparently it's backfiring. Yeah, it's backfiring on you, buddy. Yeah. Michael, start us off with fourth place. Who came in fourth place? Okay, so... Uh couple things I just wanted to say. First of all, I uh, talked it over with my wife, Mrs. Shibbles. She is very upset, actually, with everybody's picks. Oh. Uh, you all come in last. None of the wrestlers uh, have went with the two rules that she has for liking a professional wrestler. The oh. first one is they have to wrestle in a Speedo, oh. but they also have to have body hair. And oh. all of these wrestlers failed in both of those. None of them have the combined body hair and speed. <laughs> I'm glad she's not the judge tonight. <laughs> yeah. I do love the rankings uh, that you guys all did in your drafts. Uh, it was very hard. Boston, I give him a lot of credit for going with the greatest mayor that Knox County has just <laughs> ever had. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. But, you know, I, I still have to have Boston fourth because he didn't pick uh, either the Christmas creature or the full-on Unabomber, which are a couple of uh, Glenn Jacobs' other gimmicks that he's had back yes. in the day. Oh, right. The Unabomber. Yes. Oh, my yeah. Lord. You know, but again, very, very good effort uh, from Boston there. <laughs> I, uh, for, th- for third place, I had to put Cody. He has some really good picks here. However, the Outsiders... I like them as a tag team, but boy, they just use so much of their clout to just sink an entire promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, Ricky Steamboat, as much as I love Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Ricky just could never be a heel. 
Like, he's one of these guys who's just one of the most perfect baby faces ever. Like, even if Ricky Steamboat tried to be a heel, say he, like, kicked a dog, everybody would be sitting there like, what did that dog do to Ricky Steamboat? <laughs> <laughs> he's probably kicked Junkyard Dog before. <laughs> it came down between uh, Mike D and you, Ryan. And it, this was very tough because those were just both just great lists that you guys had. However, just when it came down to it, none of you guys actually know this. If you look through a bunch of my high school photos, when you go and look, whenever we had one of those group photos and everyone had to do like the silly pose or whatever. Yeah. Pretty much if you look at anything I'm doing, I am doing the the lean over with the muscles like the heartbreak mm, kid, yes. Shawn Michaels, doing the flex when he gets in. You know, unfortunately, I couldn't have the pyro going off behind me. Yeah, yeah. school that, regulations. That was the thing that tipped it over uh, to Ryan getting the win. Yes. Uh, the heartbreak kid doing so great. Of course, you got Kurt Angle. You got the macho man, the heart foundation. Yep. Mike D had such a great list, too, with Stone Cold. Not great Giant, enough. Rock, <laughs> and the Dudley Boys. It was very tough. But, yeah. again, this is, I'm, you know, it, it's tough to not let some of your own bias get in there. And I just love the Heartbreak Kid course. I mean, you look at the list. You guys even mentioned this on the show. How many people you didn't have. Yeah, we're going to do it. Totally, we're going to do it again. <laughs> Maybe we'll do yeah. all dead wrestlers. We all felt bad after we were finished because we remember none of us picked a female wrestler. So we're like, wow, we're just toxic people. Mm, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but Michael, thank you so much for being our judge. And we will probably we'll probably see you on in uh, September, October on the show. Hey, it's going to be football time in Tennessee. Would love to do it. Football time. All right. Have a good night. Uh, all right. Take care, everybody. Love you guys. Bye. Bye see you, buddy. Okay, so I cut that a little short because... My hands started hurting. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Fair. I get that. This so is why a... I would not be good in a camping. <laughs> yeah. right? Like this little yeah. thing here holding this phone like this for five minutes. Oh, yeah. Too much. Yeah. Plus, oh. plus, you might get kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I, mean, I can lift my entire body weight up on the ceiling, but take my eyes before you make me hold my phone up for five right. minutes. Right. Yeah. Right. That's um, so we're going to do uh, our draft first. Uh, oh, do, we have a, nice. do we have a die? Uh, someone, someone left a die here for us. Awesome. So essentially how this works, we're going to do the snake draft, Scott. So okay. we'll go one through four, and then four will go back to one, and then yep. vice versa. Yep. We'll do uh, four rounds. Okay. And our friend Miranda from Hawaii, she's our judge. Do you know, nice. by the way, I found out Hawaii has some weird taxes. So like if you went to Taco Bell and ordered like the $5 combo yeah it's not five they still call it the five dollar combo yeah. but it's like nine bucks oh that makes Jeez. sense because wow. they have to ship everything they have to ship yeah. everything yeah Jeez. yeah that makes um, sense so she gets excited when like a new restaurant opens on her island <laughs> so we'll do that we'll go through four rounds and then miranda will decide who wins uh boston you're writing them down like our people yep, i'm ready all right so liz is gonna roll the die for us first a one i don't think it's gonna be liz nope i don't think so <laughs> six probably it's gonna be ryan yep Oh, it's oh, not I. No. <laughs> okay, so I, all right. Uh, so me and then Boston for sure, and then those two have to. Uh, oh yeah, with three girls. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is exciting radio. Dun, 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 uh, a two. Uh oh. <laughs> all right. So three. Ryan, Ryan, me, Scott, Liz. Okay. All right. Okay. And so what we'll do here is we'll go through and like each person will pick one, and then Miranda mm -hmm. will decide, and hopefully I win again. So <laughs> I get to go first. 
Yes. All right. I'm going to go with a show that when I was younger would make me mad because I felt so dumb when I would watch it. But it's I got it's iconic. It's got the best theme song of any game show. Okay. I'm going with Jeopardy. Oh, Solid is, choice. Okay. Yeah. That, that is probably the most iconic theme song of any show ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they kind of hit some bumpy ground after, uh, that's weird to say, they hit bumpy <laughs> ground after Alex Trebek died. <laughs> um, but I, I, when I was a child, I loved Blossom. I had a thing for Blossom and her yeah, best friend fair. Six. So fair. seeing Blossom, and then I always liked Ken Jennings. So, are you not yeah, a Ken Jennings fan? No. Okay. No, I mean, Ken Jennings is all right. Yeah. All right. I, I'm diehard Trebek. I just go back and rewatch. Well, and also yeah. Je- Jennings. Jennings is a Jennings was a genius, but he was not. He was not the most charismatic individual. Exactly, I get it. And in, and I, I am glad that uh, that Miss Blossom has come a bit more clean about her anti-vax stances. Oh, did she? <laughs> like she's she has clarified more that it was like, okay. okay. A little bit was out of context. I, I still believe some other dumb shit too, but okay. vax stuff was out of context. I was like, all right. All right, all right They're maybe, rumored maybe, to be maybe. working on a Blossom reunion. Oh no! Oh, I am should. there for it. They absolutely should. I once had That'd six. Uh, six like one of my tweets once, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Young Ryan would be in heaven right now." <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So, I know that I should probably try and win this one. Try to win, <laughs> but I have to. And there's no Glenn Jacob hosted. Nope. There's no Glenn shows, Jacob hosted uh, shows. However. Uh, I was a, I was young when the Game Show Network first launched as a separate entity. Oh, okay. Uh, and they started coming up with their own unique IPs. And so I am going to have to go with, honestly, it's, it's probably one of my favorite game shows that has ever existed because it, it is the most brutal thing I've ever seen on television. It was called Inquisition. 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 Okay, I've never heard of it. I don't know what that is. Any, none of y'all seen it? No. no. Okay, so here's the deal. The, the host was always shot from behind. You never saw their face. Had like long stringy, like almost looked like the, like the back of David Carradine's head. Like just okay. is long, this a, is this a greasy. Super old game show? Uh, it ran from 90, uh, 98 to 2001. Okay. Uh, huh. it, it, it lasted a, a month after 9-11 and then they shut it down. But uh, it was, because it, it wasn't good. I want to be okay. clear. It was not a good game show. Okay. But that's why I loved it. Okay. It was so fucking brutal. <laughs> like the, the questions, questions were hard? The questions were insanely uh, hard or avant-garde or off the wall. Uh, almost almost reminiscent if you ever played uh, the uh, You Don't Know Jack yes. games. Okay. Where it was like very obscure, uh, very obscure questions. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Uh, just the way it was phrased was very Trickier odd. Trickier questions than um, actually? Uh, no, no, not, not that. Not okay. that. Uh, not that pedantic. Okay. Not that pedantic. That, that, that's way more pedantic. This was just hard. Okay. But the you never saw the, the the host face. It was always shot from behind, long, greasy, gray hair. And the questions were super hard. And then, like, the prize money, I think the, the top prize was, like, $500 if you won. That's it? That's Damn. it. If you won the whole thing, <clears throat> went through the whole thing and made it, made it to the end, yeah. you got $500. Okay. That was it. Wow. And the best part was, now, I'm, I'm reading up on the Wikipedia. Now, maybe... Maybe I'm imagining this. Okay. I may be remembering it wrong. This yeah. could be a Mandela thing. But they do say in the, in the Wikipedia that when, when a, a contestant got eliminated, they turned around and then the screen faded to white. And when they came back from the break, they weren't there. Okay. I'm 
I'm convinced I still remember that whenever it would fade to white, you heard a gunshot. <laughs> oh shit. Oh god. Whoa. That they in that they they tried to elude that like, oh no, he didn't make it. And they just put him down. Wow. Like and I I, I wanna say this before like weakest link too, so like Yeah, yeah. Well she doesn't but, kill uh, people. Well no what was was well, yes, it was. It was definitely. It was early days of Game Show Network, and it was so fucking brutal and weird. And I, I like, I, I still, it, it, it lives rent free in my head sometimes. How does a show up. like that get canceled so quickly? Because number one, five hundred dollar prize. Those episodes uh, well, have to be kind of. Well, I mean, right? that's, yeah. that's uh, that was that was three years, and like I said, uh, it was October October of two thousand one was when I shut it down. So more than likely, it was like mm, maybe we shouldn't have something this yeah. violent. On television after 9-11. Yeah. Oh, and speaking uh, of the strike, which is probably going to be taking place once this episode airs, we're yeah. definitely behind the writers. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right now. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I actually have a Fuck friend Jack that BBT. works on Jeopardy, and yeah. he is he's like, you know what? I probably won't have work come Monday because he's a part of the yeah. Writers Guild yeah. of America, yeah. too. But they should get money from the streamer services. Uh, 100%. Yeah, they're not making good it's money automatically. Yeah. And with... As technology improves and all this stuff, exactly. they need to, yeah. Syndication shouldn't be the benchmark of making money as a writer. Yeah. Amen. Like, there needs to be more when streaming is... Well said. Like, and existing. they strike down these writers' rooms. Yeah. Uh, and that's killed a lot of, like, future writers. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. time. Big time. Yeah. So, hopefully, I think they said the longest one was the 2007 one, which lasted quite was, a few months. Yeah. Uh, and it did kill some shows, unfortunately. But at the end of the day, um, it's important that the people that are entertaining us get to have get to make a living. Yeah. 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 Because they said a lot of times you get on a show and the show would last 20, 25 weeks and that's all. And then basically you're on unemployment or something until in the meantime. And you never have any sort of like forward like you do for like movies or anything either. Like, Yeah. Yeah. No. Especially today with like so many streaming channels like HBO did it. uh, They had almost finished the second season of The Minx. And then they shut it, shut it all down, oh, like yeah. two episodes before they were finished with it. Um, so that's happening a lot more now too. So yeah, so it's weird to put this in the middle of the game yeah. show. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, no, um, that's really important. Yeah, put it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 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 Um, so we don't write this show, so we're not we're not we're not crossing the picket line. Right, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Fair. I, I, don't, I don't get writers' credits for this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott. Well, I uh, I don't really watch a whole lot of game shows, but there are a few that I have seen quite a bit of, and this particular one brag is one of them. Uh, it's it's got to be Wheel of Fortune for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's yeah. it's probably one I've seen more than almost any other game show. Is the host crazy? Yes, yeah. <laughs> a little oh, bit. Very yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, but no, that's a strong one. Yeah. yeah. And you always feel so bad for that person. There was one they showed on the episode where he. Mispronounce. He was, he was oh. doing the winning prize. He mispronounced the phrase, yep. and they took everything away from him. Oh no! That's yeah. so crap. And then the lady next to him just like said it correctly, and it's like that's insanity. Yeah. That's, if I was that guy, yeah. I would have just like stepped away and walked away from the wheel. No, I would. I would have. I would have argued. I would have fought with that. Like, especially as as the man who said parenthesis. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 for anyone uh, playing at home, parentheses is how that's pronounced. <laughs> um, no, he's fucking pronouncing something the way that you think it's 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 read instead of written. Fuck that. No, 
Yeah. You should have got, you should you got, got, the you got robbed. Yeah. And I'll tell you right 100%. now, if I was like on the earlier episodes of Wheel of Fortune, right, I would be pissed. I'd be like, back in my day, we didn't get R-S-T-L-N-N-E. <laughs> Fun fact though, do you know why they do now? Because no. so many yeah. of the words had that. Uh, because yeah. because that's what every it got to a point where those those are the most used letters in the English language. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And so it got to a point where everyone just chose R S T L N and E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as their final choices. Yeah. And so it just it it, it stalled gameplay. Also, it, I, it was it, it, uh, it made it made the it made the show less fun to watch. So they were like, all right, fucking fine. We're giving you these. <laughs> you get these. Now yeah. you choose some more. Um, I don't know if anybody is old enough to remember this, but back in the day when Will Fortune first started, you know, now you get like the trips, the money, the cars, all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, after each round, whatever money you had, you had to pick out of their prize closet. They oh, would have God. this camera that would be circling around. There'd be like a painting, really? like an old school TV, huh. and the people had to choose what they wanted. I guess I'm taking the chessboard. Oh, okay. God. Yeah, that sounds it terrible. It'd be like so you oh. would have them in a little circle at the bottom of the. Screen. So it was like, yeah, it was like you know playing arcades and and, and picking whatever yeah. you had with so, the tickets. Yeah, yeah, you were your ticket. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want eight hundred dollars this round? You're not taking that home with you. No. You're gonna pick something from this room. Dang. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. It's, yeah, it's insane. That's crazy. Uh, oh yeah, Liz. All right. Okay, I think I'm gonna go with my first one, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes! Oh, yeah. God. Hunter. Yeah. I wish if we said that word three times that Hunter would show. <laughs> uh, um, I'd, you know, honestly, it's either that or, you know, like, biscuit, biscuit, biscuit. Um, <laughs> omek, omek, omek. Omek, omek, omek. But no, that show was yeah, awesome. Yeah, so freaking good. Um, I, I remember the name, but I can't remember the anything explain about the it. show yeah right, explain so it to us it was like a quiz show but also like a physical challenge thing oh that's right yeah and it was um Omek and you had to oh, what was it like you had to teams, stop right? Omek I remember this now like yeah, you had to get like three everything. pieces. No, whoa, whoa, no, 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 hold on, hold on, no, no. Omek, Omek was on your side. Omek no, was that's on your right, side. that's right. You had to get all the pieces. Boston's Sorry. an Omek apologist. It was the uh, yeah. Uh, it was it was the weirdos in the temple that were the yeah the dangerous yeah. ones. Um, so they were like cult members. Yeah, like okay. I, I don't know. It was so weird, and, and also the '90s was okay with child violence. Yeah, because the right. children would be grabbed, yeah, like and pulled snatched and yanked and thrown over. They <laughs> fling their bodies into like a giant thing of foam. Yes. Um, but it, I think my favorite part about Legends of the Hidden Temple was the fact that the prizes were dog shit. So it yeah, was yeah, this yeah. kid that like literally had to do like long division on live TV while they're fighting through their hormones and like <laughs> then do a whole bunch of physical challenges where you're just in front of to- like so many people wow. wearing a dumb blue barracuda That's a shirt good pick. That's a good pick, Liz. While you're picking stuff and then yeah. immediately at the end of it getting like a boom box for your trouble. Right. <laughs> and your mom being like, be thankful yeah. they flew us out to California. Like, yeah. They they filmed it like at a uh, it was Universal like a, Studios yeah or, so the no, kids probably uh, got Nickelodeon the, Studios yeah. so the kids probably got the run around the Nickelodeon Studios and then they got their boombox so this is gonna break your heart oh no um, Nickelodeon Studios you know the big thing that they had like the slime fountain or whatever yeah. it was really good that actually not a no longer exists and b never worked. No, really? yeah, I never pushed slime no. out of it. Those would, they always used to like pour it out and then take the yeah, oh. yeah. You're it, breaking my heart right now. Sorry, guys. I didn't know this. Sorry, there oh. wasn't an actual slime fountain. Oh. And now they've painted wow. everything millennial gray. Dang. No, really? Yep, all of it's completely painted Why? over. Why? No. Because 
fuck happiness, man. Yeah, I don't know. No it's shit. really upsetting. The, the, you're yeah. right. The millennial, the millennial grade, that's a good term yeah. for it. Yeah. Like, so I many think we restaurants have to, look so I think we have to cut this podcast short. I'm too sad to continue like, now. McDonald's. Yeah, right. McDonald's should always look like a happy place. Yeah, why does yes. it look like a weird cafe that like I have, like, Bluetooth? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's oppressive looking. It's a, it looks like a bank. It really does. Yeah, it's only... weird. All right, so you. what's your second pick? I think this counts. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Traders? Yes! Holy shit! We will count it because we make we didn't make no rules of oh, reality man. shows. Oh, man. Okay, cool, because um, I got two other watched, weird ones. Have you watched uh, the UK version? The Alan Cumming version? No. No. So, okay. So, no, I've, I've only seen the Alan Cumming version. So you version. have Peacock, right? Yeah. Okay, go back on Peacock because they yeah. just added them. The Australian version of oh, Traders. Oh, I bet that's and fun. the UK version. Uh, UK version is incredible and the finale is perfect television it's boring when you watch it because they film the american version first right yeah and then the uk version uk version aired first right Mm -hmm. and by the time they had done with the american they'd realized like little tweaks they could do to the premise yeah and so the uk version you're gonna see a lot of the same games that they play okay but it's a little different. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but explain traitors. I'm watching a little uh, little clip of right now. Looks looks really interesting. But go ahead. But really, it's just subterfuge um, and cleverness, and Alan Cummings being amazing. Nice. Right? They're in a castle, and they have to solve all this. And it's you have me at castle. It's a bonkers, but I think my favorite part about it is genuinely the dulcet tones of Alan Cumming. Yes, <laughs> right. That, it's like werewolf. That sells it for really me. Really is. It plays yeah. like werewolf. Yeah. It's um, um, isn't it based on like a board game or something like I that? I think maybe. By the way, the host of the UK version, her name is Claudia and mm-hmm. she is equally amazing. Oh, love and it. another love good thing, it. the UK version, everybody looks more like regular everyday people. They don't bring oh, any like, okay. like the models and the reality stars oh, like man. the American so version much. did. So much stuff. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. I like when the people pretend like their friends have actually been murdered yeah. when they're down in the morning at oh the breakfast God. table. Oh my God. I and they it. always say faith. The, the, the traitors are trying to get rid of the faithful. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to watch this now. The faithful have a round table where they all vote to knock somebody out of the game. And if that person is one of the traitors and they took out a traitor, but they may also get rid of one of the faithful by accident. And that's usually what yeah. happens because they just hate somebody. You go, yeah. that person is obviously a traitor. Right, yeah. right. They're, they're, these the are on bias against meet, themselves. Yeah, and then the traitors meet to vote out. They get to kill somebody afterwards, okay. right? Yeah. Um, and the good thing is traitors can kind of turn on themselves too. Exactly. Um, and at the end of the game... Good pick, Liz. I don't when, know what this is. I'm still saying good pick. It's and it's free. Yeah. It's so great. When they're it's down real. to the last five people... The game ends when they all decide they want to end the game. Mm-hmm. So if the game ends and a traitor is left in the mist, the traitor, one or two, or how many's rainy, take all the money. Oh, and yeah. And the faithful, they take it. So at any time, the traitor would be like going, I think we got the last traitor. Let's end the game now. And if they end the game... You literally yeah. cannot trust anybody ever yeah. at any given Dang, point in time. Dang, yeah. that yeah. sounds amazing. It's, it's so good. Great. It's great. Yeah. But you oh, got two wow. more seasons to watch now. I know. This is exciting. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse it. Well, going on um, with my trend of, you know, picking what little game shows I have watched. Your <laughs> <laughs> trend. I know, right? 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 Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to pr- probably go with uh, Price is Right. That's a good yeah. pick. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's another one that I've seen a lot of. Uh, it was between that one and an, another one, but I'm going to go with Price is Right. Okay. Do we consider, do we consider, uh, do we consider the, the, the change in the change no, of guard? No, it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. Yeah. All right, real quick, everybody. What's your favorite Price is Right game? Ooh, um, the pog, like the 
Plinko. Plinko. Oh, yeah. Plinko is the best. Yeah, that's probably mine Plinko as well. Plinko is my favorite. Yeah. Plinko is the best. Oh, yeah. oh Boston did it. Mm. I, I mean, well, I mean, I just, it, it, it probably is the most, it, it's the most entertaining game, yeah. but the one that always stands out in my mind is just the fucking wheel. Yeah. Like the wheel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, just spinning the wheel? Oh, I've yeah. always wanted yeah. to spin yeah. that wheel. Really just yeah. get it's, it's a It's a physic. There's, there's more, there's a... Like the Plinko, there's there's more like oh oh oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like just that that physical act of like I'm the master of my fate. Right. Yeah. And then when you get done with your spin, you gotta sit there and wait till the other people spin and just pray to God that you're gonna yeah. win and yeah. get to go to that yeah. showcase you showdown. Have no, you have yeah. no control over their yeah. spins. So uh, I like Plinko is number one for me too. Yeah. Uh, but I also like the one where the little guy is climbing the mountain. Oh, oh I forgot yeah. what that was called. What is that called? I don't know what it's called, but little guy on a mountain. Yeah, that that, that yeah. one's fun too. But love that yeah. one. Little Can't remember the mountain. Yeah, and I've never, I've not much much of Drew Carey, so I don't know how he is compared to. Bob I've seen Barker. a little bit. Really <laughs> nice. Yeah, but he's okay. uh, he's a little sarcastic, which I like because mm-hmm. Bob Barker for like. For how much Bob Barker was weirdly flirtatious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very much so. Drew Carey is that a, being just like the tiniest amount of a dick. Not yeah, like yeah, an yeah. actual dick, but yeah. kind right. of being like, oh, okay. that was a choice. He's a little bit like, of snark. He's a little catty. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, okay. a little, he's a little catty. That's a good catty. way, a good way yeah, of putting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's got that, that, that little, little hint of asshole. Yeah. Uh, you know, comes yeah. Out. I know. If I go on wheel and somebody does that bullshit where they go a dollar. No. No. I will cut you. Point one. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, one like, what the fuck, fuck is this you. bullshit? Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Boston. All right. Uh, so uh, I know that some of you may know uh, I, I am a uh, between uh, trying to perform uh, feats of magic and uh, also my my upbringing. Uh, I am a big fan of playing cards. They've always been a big part of my life. Sure. Uh, Deuce, Deuce the Wild is one of my handle, uh, gaming handle, and one of my email addresses is still the Deuce of Clubs. So I feel like it would be a disservice to me to not choose Card Sharks. Oh, that's a good show. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was a really good show. It was like pl- uh, the high, the high low aspect of it was always really fun. He's like, but. Huh. good pick. That's a really good pick. Yeah. What are you gonna say though? Uh, no, I was like, uh, I can't. It's, it's that weird spot now that you mentioned it. Like, I, I can't remember any episode that like stood out to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were all pretty much the exact same. Yeah. And there was not. I don't. I don't think Carter's ever had any like controversy. Like the fucking uh, uh, let's make a deal or any yeah. of the other. Six yeah. of clubs never got canceled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that we know of. That we yeah, know exactly. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That, that, there was. I've heard some. Uh, I've heard some stories about the Suicide Kings, but that's beside the point. <laughs> that's good. All right, um, Ryan. My first pick. Is your going first to pick? be I get two. Oh, you mean your first oh, of the first yeah, of the two? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, my your first pick, pick was Jeopardy, my first pick, <laughs> right? Uh, is going solid to pick be by the way. Pressure luck, pressure luck with the whammies. Oh yes, good. So pick. it would be the board, and it would go do 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 do, and you had to hit your button, and huh. you were hoping it was going to stop on like money or a prize. Or yes, something. yeah. But sometimes it would step on the whammies. The whammies were these little creatures. That way, like your your money would be at the bottom yep. of the screen, and the whammy would come on with like a like a broom and sweep away oh your money. So oh, you would always say no money, big big no, or what was no, no, big, money, big money, no, no, whammy, no, whammy, no whammy, stop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what that that's what that phrase that that meme. Huh? Yeah. And I'm gonna have to look this the whammies up. Would yeah. oh, sons oh, yeah, of, the whammies would be yeah. sons of bitches, and they had to stand there and like ha 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 as all their. Dreams were stolen by these motherfucking whammies. Oh yeah, they, they were evil. Oh, yeah. they were so. They, and then, and the, some of the trolling animations that they did for yeah. them were amazing. There's an amazing documentary where this man uh, ended up. He bought a bunch of televisions and discovered there was 
a pattern to the how the oh, lights would. Okay. So he practiced enough that he was able to not ever hit a whammy. Oh. So he got on the show and, and he went so long and won so much money house. <laughs> that there was a point where they were like, do we give him the money? And they had to, in the end, give him the money because legally he didn't break any rules. Yeah. He was banned for life from ever coming back on Fresh Yeah, yeah. He, he was yeah. allowed back and uh, that was... They had to completely. They had to come up with like ten new, or uh, yep. several new rotations. So anyway, what ended up happening was he took his money, right? And mm -hmm. th this is what it was. This radio station was having this contest where if you had the right serial number on your dollar bill, they would say out loud, you would win more money. So he took his winnings and cashed it out, so he would have all these bills, so he could tried to win this game to win this radio show this prize on the radio show yeah. that's amazing while like, he was like out, nothing but dollar bills i think it was dollar bills but he had yeah. serial numbers and while he was out at a party somebody broke into his house and stole all the money oh, oh no a true oh, life whammy oh basically. my god broke into oh, his house and stole Do you know how much money, money it was yeah. like, it was a lot um damn. It's, i think it's on hulu but look for pressure luck documentary Oh, it's incredible. I think Michael Lawson was his name. Adjusted um, for inflation, it was still a lot of money. Yeah, that's yeah. a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, but man, you have to look for uh, the whammies. Yeah, they were little red guys. Okay, and they were the troll. Their troll antics were great. I know that. I know that clearly the the character was actually based off the devil. But I wonder if there was a little bit of whammy in a uh, cow and chicken. In all of us. Well, do you remember? Oh, cow, do you remember yeah. cow and chicken? Did you ever see cow and chicken? What? The the cartoon show Cow and Chicken? I know. I, I've never watched it, I don't think. The, you, yeah, I know Cow and Chicken, yeah. yeah. I, wonder, I wonder if Red Guy was whammy-inspired. Oh. In yeah. a way, Donald Trump was a whammy. All right, and uh, next up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my next pick is Supermarket Sweep. Oh, oh solid one. Uh, so, real quick, we're, we've, I know uh, uh, our good friend Hunter has mentioned how, how he... Dreamed of being on uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, yeah. This was my. So fucking, you would. Okay, I, I want it. What would your strategy be? What's your first? Oh, man, stop? I can't. I mean, I can't remember now because it, it, the everything is everything's so much different now. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't tell you a single strategy now, but like yeah. I, I had my strategy. Like, no, no, you do this. You gotta go that yeah. way. You gotta go. You, you said stop. So it sounds like you have a strategy. Oh yeah, you always go to the beauty products first. Those are more expensive and, and nobody smaller. thinks about that. Everybody yeah. goes. Everybody goes for the giant meat. Yeah, no, go go for the. Because <laughs> they were hungry. Yeah, like go for all the hair care products, skincare yeah. products, makeup. Yeah, just sweep it all in there. That yeah. is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> like go from there and then go to the meat. Yeah, and here's like I know the term Fred zone is stupid, mm -hmm. but let me tell you right now, if a girl asks you to come on to Fresh Your Luck <laughs> and wear a matching sweater, you are in yeah. the friend zone. Yeah, that's how you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I would love that they would always be clapping for oh, each other. Um, oh my goodness, and just running around with a cart full of. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think they tried to bring it back a few years ago with Leslie Jones. They it, did. It was okay. It just didn't capture the magic. Yeah, it was. It was a little much. I think. Yeah. I think again. It, the because like food, the, the actual price of food had gone up so much. Yeah, it had, it had a different feel to it. Of like, oh yeah. When you see a bunch of people filling a cart full of food that you know is not gonna get eaten, it really fucks with your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. that doesn't feel great. And I would scream at my television when they would do the end where the person had to go find the three mystery items. Yeah. I'm going. You dumb motherfucker. That's obviously life cereal. Yeah. I mean, come always, on. Always. I mean, it's right there. Um, and they always have perfect television. It'd be Supermarket Sweep followed by Shop Till You Drop. 
Oh, yeah, 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 it's pretty which good. Which is like a makeshift yeah. mall. Uh, uh, perfect that. television. Oh. Yeah. I don't know why, ah. like, 16 year old Ryan enjoyed those shows that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it was good entertainment at the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, in the same way that now that, uh, you know, reality TV is kind of taking that same slot for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was. I mean, it was good, clean, unscripted fun. Like, yep. you, you, yeah. just, you just grab random people, throw them into, into a situation, and throw. see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Boston? All right. So, uh, this is a show that when I first saw it, when it first came out, I thought was the dumbest damn thing I'd ever seen in my life. Okay. And I couldn't understand why people liked it, and I couldn't understand why it was getting so big, and I couldn't understand why this bald motherfucker was getting so much press. <laughs> But then once I understood how to play Deal for No Deal, Deal, for no deal uh, okay, yeah. that was going to be on my list. It became one of my favorite game uh, shows to watch because, like, the the actual like because I know there's, there's no real strategy to it, but there is yeah. still that like that that learn that knowing how to like barter and push with the with the and banker. when to it, stop. Yeah, when you know, knowing when to stop was uh it was yeah. Again, like I said, it brought back uh, very much feelings of like poker playing uh yeah, yeah. poker another games a chance where it's like yeah. ah, can I. Can I keep pushing my little? No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's so heartbreaking mm-hmm. when you have somebody up there at two hundred fifty, five hundred thousand dollars, and they kept going. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like there's, there's like I would a... be bad television because as soon yeah. as I hit like a certain amount of money in my brain, I'm like, I'm yeah. Out. As soon as I hit the amount that it would take to pay off my bills and go on <laughs> yeah. bomb ass I'm vacation, out. Meghan Markle, don't even bother with your no, yeah. your briefcase. <laughs> I don't need you to open it. What's uh, that? Fifteen thousand? Done. Yeah, That's done. all my bills and a month-long vacation in but Europe. We didn't even get to done. talk to your family. Oh well, I got fifteen thousand dollars. I'm out. That's good enough. Yeah. yeah, let's not call them. I got a bunch of money now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't so let weird them know. <laughs> Meghan Markle came from that show. That's yeah. how she became known. It's insane. She was one of those models. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Oh, it's a good show. I mean, how many how many fly girls went on to make uh, do pretty good? Pretty Jennifer good Lopez. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, that was the only one. All right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, who's next? Uh, Scott. Well, Boston stole my uh, deal for no deal one. So ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I really love the um, the host anyway. So that was part of part of the reason. You're being All really right. brave. But uh, I'm probably going to go with something else I've watched more than anything else uh, as far as game shows, which is Family Feud. Um, good answer. Good and, answer. Good yeah, answer. thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> good job, Ryan. Thank good you, job. Ryan. I can tell you right now. Plus, I love I love the new host. Steve Harvey's great if, on it. If I was on Family amazing. Feud, I would not, again. I would be a villain because I'm not going to cheer on my family if they, if they do a dumb answer. Oh my no, gosh! No, I know. Oh my God, if Especially if you went before and you 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 know you got like 170 <sighs> points and they can't even get 30. Yeah, if a single so. member of my family freezes or like tries to like do a joke, I'm gonna lose my shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I can tell you right scream. now, if I walk out like if I'm the second person at the end, right, and I look mm-hmm. around and my person's my family members only got like 50 points, but like, what the fuck. I can tell you this. Oh I can gosh. say, especially with my family, we are so hyper competitive that uh-huh. it would have been a problem. Really? We would have taken it way too seriously. <laughs> like, we would have been so shitty to the other family. Do they still do... This is always my favorite part of the... Uh, Roy Combs was my era yeah. of, uh, of Family Feud, where they would start with, like, them pose like they're in a family portrait, and then they would get introduced, like... The Johnson family, then they would unfreeze and come running down. Uh, I don't think they still do that. No. Oh. But I can't, I can't officially verify that because so far my my current experience with Family Feud is, uh, as, I, as I may have mentioned before, my, my dad's currently on hospice. Mm-hmm. And so it's listening to Steve Harvey have his conniption fits. 
<laughs> yeah, from another from another room because he's yeah, just got, yeah, he's yeah. just got the TV on, listen, watching. He'll, he'll flip between like MSNBC and Game Show Network. Okay. And so it's just like listening to Rachel Maddow and then Steve Harvey. <laughs> it's, it's the most it's the most bizarre shift. Amazing. But, and Steve Harvey is really good as the host on. Oh, he really is. He really is. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear him talk about anything else. But yeah, when he's yeah, on, yeah. he's yeah. a really good host. Yeah. Of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep all of his opinions to himself, but ho- keep hosting that show. Yeah. Uh, get perfect. Good pick. Thank you. I, I'm struggling my last one. Uh, You're gonna have a second, uh, Liz. All right. Uh, this will be your third and fourth. I think the next one I'm gonna pick is I count it as a game show, even though it's weird. But uh, Cutthroat Kitchen. Okay, what is Cutthroat Kitchen? So Cutthroat the Kitchen greatest is television ever. Uh, it is literally the greatest show on television. Oh. It's um, Alton Brown. It's a cooking show. Okay. But the thing of it is, is they have sabotages. They can sabotage each other? Yeah. So the beginning of every game, you get 25 grand. And then they tell you like, okay, so here's 25 grand. You have uh, 60 seconds to get everything out of their like mini grocery store that you need for whatever they tell you to cook. Like, let's say BLT. Okay. Did you ever see Chopped? No. Okay, I know the okay. lead, I knew, I know the lead guy from Chop. That's the yeah. Guy. Okay, never mind. So um, they had to go and they have like so a little they kitchen. Get Sixty seconds okay. to like grocery shop. Okay, and then they come back and then they bid on sabotages. So let's say it's like you have a BLT. Yeah. Well, you can bid and see if you can spend enough money out of what you have. Yeah. To like get them wrapped. You know, like make them uh, dress up in a giant bacon costume with their face covered. Or replace their bacon with crumbly sausage that's vegan. Or, like, it's insane. Or, like, really? have them yeah. have, like, one arm tied behind their back. The whole like, time? Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cutthroat Kitchen is absolutely bonkers off the wall. And it's Alton Brown. Like, there was one where, like, he does the no utility thing. Oh, yeah. Like, you, he takes away your frying pan. Yep. And I'm gives you, it. like, a curling iron. Yeah. Uh, really? I, saw, I saw one. It was, yeah. a, uh, it was, like, a broken frying pan. Like, it was literally had been bent in half. Yeah. And then you had to, like, you know, had to, like, move. And he had to make it. Did the contestants omelet. get mad at each other for... Constantly. Oh, they're, they're, they're like, talking shit the whole time. The okay. whole time. The awesome. whole time. My, my, uh, my, my, favorite, my favorite one still, and I've been talking about this for the past... Weirdly enough, I've been talking about this for the past two weeks. <laughs> my favorite one is still uh, sh- the girl bids... And bid, bids hard to get like everyone else's salt taken away. Yeah, and then oh. she gets a rack of like this these these like designer salts like, from around perfect. the world. Okay. okay, so nobody else can use salt. No, and no one else can use. Uh, yeah, tab- okay. no one else use table salt, and she yeah. has these things. The look on Alton's face when the judge was like, "This tastes under seasoned." Yeah, the look on his face of just. Seasoned? The f- <laughs> what? Uh huh. Like just the like you literally had all the salt in the world, yeah. and you all. fucked it up. Yeah, Damn. I was yeah. rooting for you. Oh my god, so much. Uh, yeah, Alton Brown is the best part okay. about it too because the amount. This of sounds amazing. Oh, he yeah, uh, does. He, he it does. Very, very many people have confirmed, especially through that show, that uh, yeah, uh, he definitely has some daddy dom. Uh, oh my energy. god, though, I love that meme thread where everybody starts really like some of the things like okay. One of the challenges for the first three seasons was it was like a bar that you handcuffed to your hands and it would always be like, it's a chop salad, but you're like stuck in like a bar. Okay. And then somebody online was like, hey, I recognize this. This is a spreader bar from BDSM. <laughs> 
And then everybody started kind of eyeballing Alton Brown, and then they started watching more Cutthroat Kitchen, and realization is dawning on everybody, like, oh. That he's a dom. Oh. oh he's, a, he's a very sadistic man, oh, and I love him. Yeah, okay. and it comes through in Cutthroat Kitchen, and it is hilarious oh, and weird. Okay. And that is amazing. There was a Thanksgiving episode where somebody had to have a turkey on their head and make a <laughs> I'm going to watch this now. Like, yeah, Cutthroat okay. Kitchen. All okay. right. <laughs> Good pick. Yeah. Uh, the last one, though, is yep. um, Big Fat Quiz of Everything. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Where, yeah. Are you, where are you finding that? YouTube? YouTube. Okay. Um, my is favorite that, thing to does, do. Does someone win that? Do, what, yeah, so no, they the, do. They get points. Yeah, they, they get points, and then it's the because it, it's the two people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah the two right. people right. that work together, and then they whoever wins. Yeah, uh, um, it's a fun show. It's become my like New Year's tradition. Me and Jeff both because they have the decades ones, and so or the the yearly like, ones. from the the yearly ones from the year before when the kids from the from the elementary school yeah scenes from the New yeah years, you know, what it happened out. oh yeah. my god it's great yeah. and then um. Probably my favorite episode, like my favorite era's episode, was Noel Fielding and um, uh, Russell Brand. Okay. Together. And yeah, it, yeah, oh yeah. my before god! Before Russell was, Brand went a little. Eh. Yeah, it was before he came to America. Which yeah. I mean, again, when it comes to Russell Brand, he's just <laughs> exhausting and kind of pandering. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But the what British did they do? Told us, but him and Noel Fielding <laughs> were just hilarious the entire time. Pure chaos. Yeah. Uh, good show, and yeah. I love the I love the host Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Carr is like one of my favorites. Oh, he's brilliant. Talking about earlier, we were talking about you. You can be edgy. There's ways yeah. to be edgy and funny. Yeah, and he's definitely there. One hundred percent. Just yeah. be intelligent and be funny. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Carr is awesome. Yep, that's my last one. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. You got, yeah. some, got some good picks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, all right, well so my last pick is going to be. I don't know if controversial is not to It's still it's still technically a game show. Not not really a game show, but they get points okay. even though the points don't matter. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's gonna be whose line is it anyway. That's great. Uh, and yeah, it is on the great. list of uh, it's it's in here as game yeah. show categories. No, so uh, I'm, uh, that's gonna be my final pick. Uh, oh, okay. Me and uh, Scott yeah. were blessed. And there is a winner. Him live. Oh, and it was oh, so oh, good live. Yeah. Oh good man. Improv. There's yeah. there that improv is that fine line. Yeah. Between good and yes. cringy as fuck. Uh, yep. Drew Morgan has the best line ever. And every time I think about improv, I think about what he said, which is that when improv is good, it's the greatest thing you've ever seen. But when it's bad, we're all stuck in this canoe for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. That's how you describe it. That's improv. perfect. Whose uh, line is so good. Yep. Uh, actually, I, tr I tried to join an improv troupe back in high school. Oh. Um, what was the name of it? It was it was the it was like the school uh, okay. it was yeah. a school function one, but uh, they were be, because of that they were very adamant about if like if you went blue if you went like try to get dirty at all with it like they encouraged the crowd to just shame the fuck out of you really yeah oh to damn just, to just try and drive home I was like okay. don't you know, ne next time yeah, yeah don't yeah. do that yeah because <laughs> again it's gonna make it awkward for everybody for yeah. everyone <laughs> but but it's just incredible like just how fast they are oh, oh yeah. my god absolutely and they've been working together for so many years it makes yeah. sense yep. oh yeah good pick oh, yeah, thank you yeah. that's thank a you. really good pick i like it well now uh man i'm, I'm stuck now this is your third this would be my that's my fourth this is my this fourth is your fourth? My okay all right um because i'm 
My 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 knee jerk reaction wants to be what's my line just to uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was one of my favorite shows to watch in syndication <laughs> and I know they tried to bring it back a while ago they did it they had to do a a version of it with uh, was it can you beat Shazam okay but yeah, 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 uh, yeah. name that tune name that tune is name good. that tune oh. is one of my favorite they actually did bring back watch. name that tune they with, did um, but how did they I, so I, they had Randy Jackson was the pianist. And uh, what's her face um, from uh, uh, from Thirty Rock, um, Liz's vein, Jane Currents, yes, Kowski? Uh, yeah. Was that, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's the host. Yeah, nice. Oh, That's that a fun like show. Fun. Yeah, it was it was real fun because you you could get people. Uh, I, I, again, I, I could. Uh, however, I want I want to see how they, they try to do it and then, but like, th- there was it was that nice thing where because you 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 had such a limited pool to pull from yeah, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh no, I heard two notes on a piano. It's like, oh, that's that. Yep. Yep. Music had just yeah. been invented. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> but it was the, an early thing. And you had to be like, I can name that tune in seven notes. And then people go, I can name it in two. Name that tune, motherfucker. But, yeah. Oh, good yeah. luck. We get, we get down to like, you know, th- we, we start getting down to like two, three, and four, and you like saw people sweating bullets. Like, yes. <laughs> but there would be a little bit two. of strategy. I don't know if they did this in the old ones, but the new ones, you would get a hint. Before they, they would start, they, they'd have to because again, there's so. Oh, even even uh, well, uh, I, I was playing for you uh, "Axis of Awesome" on the way in. Yeah, uh, the four chord song. That oh, I felt like oh god, I that. felt like I was having a stroke because every time yeah. one song would start, I would get happy and start singing yeah. along, and then it would cut into the next song. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you, uh, have you heard, heard this one, Liz? Oh yeah. Four chords, uh, oh yeah. Scott. The yeah. four chords of awesome. Uh, it's so. Oh, oh yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, and Brilliant. so like. So, yeah, yeah. The, Tell, I, they ha- there would like, have to be. Well, what is for? This, yeah. this, I mean, the song it's uh, it, it's it's out there. Uh, it's it's pretty old at this point, actually. But uh, it's a song where they they start off with the. It, it sounds like they're starting off with "Don't Stop Believing," but then they go into like fifty other fucking songs that have the exact same <laughs> chord progression, and just showing how like how many how many band you know, how many musicians songs out it's there that unreal. are classic songs, mm-hmm. but. Th- they're still they have the exact same basis, the exact yeah. same mm-hmm. yeah. uh, core. Uh, chord structure and just the variety you know, I, I like to I like to think about the, this that there is a variety you can get still doing those same things because yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. in and of themselves those songs all do sound different yeah 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 but they are the same basis you'd have to have some sort of hint in the new ones because even just too much stuff <laughs> yeah or even uh, you know how, how, how do you know that you'd have to give me a year because how many songs sample yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alone. Yeah. Yeah. To be like, oh, okay, this was song for 2010. Okay, then don't. I know. All right, was it definitely wasn't sampling from that, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, area. Yeah. So, all right. So, <sighs> uh, my fourth and final pick is going to be Double Dare. Oh, oh Double Dare, yeah. solid, solid. Double choice. Dare. As a kid, I would loved it. It, it um, always had the thing for kids because it would like, yeah, grossness. You had the slime, the, the obstacle course yeah. where you had to like put your hand yep. up a nose yeah. and pull yeah. out the prize. Yeah. And you would be like screaming to the kid that's looking for the flag and the thing of oatmeal. Yeah. You're like, come on, you got 10 seconds. You got you, it. You, you can win it. this Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, 100%. Oh, that's that's such so a good choice. Mark Summer is yeah. such a good coach oh, and good dude. Oh, yeah. Such Mar- a good dude. Mark Summer, is a, Mark Summer is a really good host. I... I, I, I believe I've literally followed shows just because he was somewhere involved. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and Tom Bergeron. Oh, Tom Bergeron. Mm, uh, loves me some Tom Bergeron. Who's, who's, oh, you know did, Tom Bergeron. Um, America's Funniest Home Videos, and then he went oh, okay. on to uh, Dancing with the Stars. Yep. Okay, yep, that mm. guy. All right, cool, cool. He's mm. classy and f- he's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, so Boston, go over the picks again. All right, so uh, Ryan went with Jeopardy. 
Press Your Luck, Supermarket Sweep, and Double Dare. And we got some cerebral and some physical there. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Boston went with Inquisition, Card Sharks, Deal or No Deal, and Name That Tune. Nice. A lot of gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I respect Scott, that. Scott went with Wheel of Fortune, Price is Right, Family Feud, and Whose Lies It Is Anyway. Some real classics. Uh, definitely, mm -hmm. yeah, definitely the classical mm -hmm. uh, here. And Liz went with Legends of the Hidden Temple, Traitors, Cutthroat Kitchen, and Big Fat Quiz of Everything. And I appreciate, Liz, that you literally just, you, you, you voted with your heart yeah. and not with... Yeah. Uh, but she picked some bangers. Oh, no, oh, no, no the, the, the shows in themselves are good, but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's that... Like you, you didn't try to do the the, the shit I did with the the Wrestling. dinosaurs. It was like yeah. let's, be, uh, let's be as let's be as uh, as as like yeah like T Rex as possible. possible. Four, yeah. yeah, we had four little kids that were gonna did yeah. the, the, the the dinosaur draft Aww. for us. That was smart though, Boston. Um, I think you got you got T Rex he, and Raptors yeah, both, he right? Sure he picked the the two that all the kids are gonna love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So make sure to send me a picture of that so I can send it to our. Uh, I'll I'll type it up again. Okay, awesome. All right, well that was fun. And you that know was what? really fun. We get a little prize. Oh. Before we do the Tom Hardy. Oh. Nice. And it's a taste test, too. Okay. Is this is a birthday cake? Birthday cake Kit Kat. Yay. Nice. Oh. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> You're trying your best. <laughs> I'm trying my best. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Mm. You know, it's a flavor that you don't really get a lot, but it's mm. a strong flavor. Okay. I dig it. A little buttery. Yeah. Do you think it's the nostalgia that makes it better? Maybe. 100%. I'll tell you right now. Ten times better than the last damn thing you had us taste than when I was here. He did last. not like the... Oh, um, God, no. It was a new Coke Zero. Oh. The move. Oh, no. Oh. That sounds awful. Oh, you know, Liz. Oh. Mm -mm. It was horrendous. Yeah. No. That was, no, that's a really good... That's yeah. good. That was good. Yeah, I'll like eat that. that. Mm -hmm. I like Kit Kat. To be, you know, Kit Kat, they're actually doing a cereal this month. Oh, that's gonna say be weird. what? Yeah, that's gonna be fun. In though. May, they're bringing out a Kit Kat cereal. Well, oh, we're uh, trying that. Speaking of cereal, because yeah. weirdly just kind of came up uh, recently. Did you know that uh, Trix is back to doing fruits again? You were like, Yay! you had said for a while there they they had gone into they gone to uh, they, they they did just these the just little balls, and just, there was a there was a weird the balls. <laughs> and there was there was a weird point where like there was there was a meme going around of like. Did they actually change it, or are we too old to see the tricks now? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was I was uh, I was walking through the store with Ryan uh, uh, the other day, and I looked up and I was like, because there was one. It was like they, they they all looked like fucking like diamonds or something, and I was like, that's kind of weird. And I looked to the left and was like, oh, old tricks. <laughs> Yay! Oh, I'm gonna go to the grocery. You know, um, that sounds great. I'm so empathetic that those when I was little, those commercials really bugged me. Because the kids uh, are such dicks. Oh, right. Oh, that's so bad. Right. Yeah. And everybody gets one more. Lucky and... Oh. Between yeah. Lucky and the rabbit, like, just... What the fuck, guys? Yeah. Oh, my God. Leave Lucky alone. He's yeah. just trying to hang out. Let man. him have some twits. No. Yeah. They can't be all for kids. Come on. Yeah. And they're also... Uh, I'm, I'm stuck on this TikTok where every week the person talks about new items coming out. Yeah. And I wish I wasn't on there because now whenever I go to a grocery store, I'm looking for these items. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. They're actually oh. bringing Wendy's Chili. Oh. To grocery stores. Huh. Which would be oh, kind of really? interesting because what makes Wendy's Chili so good is they cook it with 
three-day-old hamburger, the hamburger meat. From <laughs> yeah. That's their secret sauce. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work. My but... favorite part about it is that it's the inner core of the earth degree of hot, no yes, matter yes. what day yeah. or yeah, moment yeah, you yeah. get it. But I can say right now, as soon as I find Kit Kat cereal, because oh. that milk is going to taste so. great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of tasting, when we had our cereal list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tasting great, it's time for us to talk about Tom Hardy. Oh, fuck yes! All yeah. right. Everybody should, if you have, like, bring up the Tom Hardy on IMDb. Oh, yeah, I've got that's it. The easiest way to find Tom Hardy stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not gonna, we're not we're probably not gonna remember most of these off the yeah. top of our heads. Um, no. So, Liz, you had a choice between Tom Hardy and who was your other pick? Florence Pugh, <sighs> who She's I love. Great. She's great. But you know, we're gonna have you back in a couple years. Yeah. When she has more movies, yeah, it'll fair. be a really short we're gonna, list. We're gonna do, we're gonna fair. do, we're gonna do her, and I'm Great. excited. And maybe you'll be yeah. engaged by then. And by that point, maybe, I'll, yeah, maybe at that point, I've also watched um, uh, Midsummer. I haven't oh, watched yeah. that movie yet because I heard it's so freaky. It really is. It's it's, but God, she's a triumph. Yeah, a, a I, I keep course. seeing the picture of her wearing like a flower. Yeah, suit. Yeah, it's okay. it's a whole thing, and then it's like Scandinavian folklore. It's great. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I have to watch it. Um, so with Tom Hardy, we're just looking at his box office. So like his um, amazing performances on Peaky Blinders uh, and the show Taboo. So <laughs> yeah. We, we, we won't consider, uh, but we'll look at his movies. Um, a I, decent career he's had. Oh, yeah, I'm looking okay. at it. It's, it's more yeah. than I even realized. Yeah. I will point out, although it is an obscure drop, but the first moment that I fell in love with Tom Hardy was uh, Withering Heights when he played Heathcliff. Okay. Uh, and it was the PBS masterpiece, uh, yeah. 2007. Heathcliff the cat? <laughs> of course. Okay. Of course. I quit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the dashing rogue orphan. Um, <laughs> but that was the first uh, encounter you had of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, loved him in Peaky Blinders, though. God, has like, the amount of work that he put into his accent. It's so kind of good. interesting, too, because he's not had a super long career. IMDb has his first credit at 2001. Yeah. For something called... Tommaso. Tommaso, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what we'll do is we'll go around the room, mm-hmm. uh, pick them. I, I have the list in front of me, so I want because I have ah, the box offices. But uh, what is your first guess on his box office? Like how much he's made? Yeah, what movie? What is like biggest? Like we're trying to, yeah, trying to, trying to think what of the biggest most, movies. Yeah, what's made yeah. the most money? Oh. Not you favorite, can also not, do like your favorites. Yeah, you there's can. No, there's no yeah. prize here. Right. Yeah, fair. There's yeah. no right or wrong okay. way to do this game. I am pretty positive. I'm going to say technically, his biggest grossing that he was in would be Spider-Man: No Way Home, where he played Venom. I didn't include that one because extended. it's just in the it's just in the credit scene. It's just in the credit scene. Yep. If it's not that, then it's definitely going to be Venom Two. Venom okay. Two. Venom: yeah. Let There yeah. Be Carnage, number mm-hmm. five. Ooh, oh, five. Shit. Nice. Yeah. Venom. Oh wait, I know. Let There Be Carnage. Uh, did well, um, five hundred and six million dollars worldwide. Okay, uh, I think they just started work on the third one now. Yeah, um, Michelle Williams isn't in it anymore. Is she not? Oh. No, I don't think so. Which is a bummer because I'm like, oh come on, man, she looked yeah. like she was having fun doing that. And I like that they did the whole thing where <laughs> her husband she was shrieking, wasn't right? like an asshole. Yeah, like in the Venom movies. Yeah, love that. Like he was actually still a good guy. Yeah, yeah, that's a good I really, pick though. And Woody Harrelson was great as Carnage. He really was a kind lot of some fun. natural born killer. You know? A whole lot of fun. Yep, good movie. Yeah, Boston. Let's get it out of the way. Dark Knight Rises. 
That is Good number call. one. Yeah. 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 Damn. All right, Mr. Oh. Nolan. You can do whatever you want. Probably now. the best version of Bane on the, on the silver screen. Yep. <laughs> okay. You sit on the silver screen. I will accept that. Okay. What were you going to say? You, you thought of a better Bane? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, any, of the, any of the animated series Banes. If yeah, I, even, literally. Even the... Oh, the Harley Quinn Bane. The Harley, well, Quinn Bane. The, Harley, oh. the Harley Quinn Bane was a, was a parody of the Tom Hardy Bane. Yeah. Yep. But, like, personally for me... Uh, Young Justice Bane when he was voiced by Danny fucking oh, Trejo. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Great. Wait, Danny Trejo played Bane in yeah. uh, in, in Young Justice. Okay. Did not know that. Young Justice is so fucking good. So fucking good. God, and that's the one so they, good. they, they, good. they haven't brought that one back yet, right? They uh, they, they did give it a new season. They did. Okay. There was there was a new season okay. out. Uh, I don't remember how much it actually wraps up, but they did uh, they did allow it to go on another season. Uh, Man, I don't know. I dropped what the off that current... so much. Yeah, that. Uh, I I, well, I think I think we told that story before, but um, yeah, no, uh, because I was I was a big, especially when they tried to do him in like Gotham, I, yeah. I was it got me it got me really upset, and so I was I was trying to start a thing on Twitter, it didn't go any, it didn't go very far of yeah. uh, make make Bane Latino again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, guys, he literally like, has a luchador mask. Yeah, it's a fucking look up. Yeah. Right. What is wrong with yeah. you? Again, like what you said though. Great Batman villains. You don't always go back to Joker. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to go back. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott, I kind of just want to see where this is at on the list because this okay. is probably my favorite Tom Hardy movie. Okay. Uh, his his character Forrest is in this. Forrest Gump. Yeah, he played Forrest Gump. You didn't know it. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lawless. <laughs> lawless. Uh, yeah. Is thirteenth. Thirteen. Okay, it's on the list then. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Lawless is the one where he plays like it's set during um, Prohibition. Yeah, yeah. He's a bootlegger. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. His character is just like. Just doesn't give a fuck uh, yeah. about. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. If, if it's to law, it's, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's, He's I love love um, this movie nice. so much. Fifty five million worldwide. Okay, I'm Most just happy. I'm just happy it's on the, on the. I knew it wasn't going to be like high on the list, but I was just uh, yeah. happy it's on there. So uh, we have a friend that lives in Ireland. Uh, oh, nice. His name is uh, is Kurt, right? Mm-hmm. And his little girl every night when she goes to bed, she gets read a story by Mister Tom. Tom Hardy. Yes. Whenever he's in, whenever he's in London, he stops at the BBC Studios. Yeah. And reads children books. Oh, that's great. And they have great. a program. I think that you can anybody can download it and listen to Tom Hardy read bedtime Ooh, stories to children. That's nice. So this little girl, she loves Tom Hardy. Yeah. She doesn't know all the movies and stuff. Right. But she knows him. But from, she knows that just from voice. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I would love to and, hear him read a bedtime story. Oh, my oh God, sure. Absolutely. He's got such oh, a sure. great voice. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes he'll help do me it if I sleep apnea. Maybe he'll do it in Bane and some of him. <laughs> yes. Okay. If you haven't seen Lawless, Liz. Yeah, I need to. You need to, especially yeah. if you're a Tom Hardy Goodbye, fan. Goodbye, Moon. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Good night, Gotham Stadium. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, I would pay for that audio series <laughs> so much. You can cross the bridge when Gotham burns. <laughs> <laughs> um, our, our, by the way, guys, we have the best Bane voices in the business. <gasps> Incredible, yes. really yeah. good. Yeah, it's really good. All right, Liz. Yes. What's another one? Ooh, so I've got like two or three different movies that are my favorite. Okay. Um, but so far, honestly, his character in Black Hawk Down was absolutely incredible. Ah, yeah. Oh, number seven. Man. How the fuck do you pronounce that name though? Black Hawk Down. 
That's really hard to do. Yeah, you did. Uh, 172 million worldwide. Nice. Um, Yeah, what was his character's name? name? Uh, Uh, Twombly? Twombly? It's T W O M T W O M B L Y. Okay. So, like, Twombly or Toombly? Hmm. Such a good movie. Yeah. And based on a true story, right? Oh, it could be Twimbly. It is. It's um, uh, allegedly. Maybe you pronounce Rwanda. it, sir. Do you pronounce it? Circle? I don't trust. Do you pronounce I don't it circle? Tr- I pronounce it circle. I, mean, I don't. I don't trust anything ever since uh, Fargo. So Man, yeah, Scott fair. forgot. <laughs> I just. I just did a mean dig at you. Do you, oh, pronounce, yeah. do you pronounce it? Circle? Oh yeah. I think. I think. I think, you're, I think yeah, you're, you're trying. You're trying to dig it to me. Scott just sitting here like. I didn't even see. I was looking at the list. I didn't even hear it. Awesome. All right, Scott. It's. I don't know why I did that because that's a reference to something off air. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Scott. I'm gonna go with the rever. The that can speak the revenant. Oh yeah. Man, right. he was scary as Yeah, hell. he was. Yeah, you know he was. What? I forgot that one. Let me real quick. Okay. <laughs> Such yeah, a good he, movie. He was big enough in that one. Yeah, he was. And I know that movie did well. Yeah. Also, I want my turn after he's done. Oh, yeah. he did skip Boston. It's fine. <laughs> oh, shit. It's fine. The Revenant? Revenant. Revenant. <laughs> this is, I'm getting, this is karma for me. Yeah, it is. For the yeah. Yeah, it um, is. I don't like when karma works against me. I love when karma works against Ooh. other people. This would actually be number two on this list if I had remembered it. Oh, damn. Um, nice. It had, it made 532 million worldwide. Okay. Oh, wow. I knew it's it such had... a good movie. And the yeah. fact that it's based on a true story that yeah. is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, like oh. I can tell you right now. Once you, once I get mauled by a bear, I'm done. I'm done. You count me I'm out. I'm like, count me I out. was yeah. right about nature. Yeah, yeah, I'm good on it. I didn't yeah. even believe in bears until that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but then all the other stuff that happens to him. Yeah, Ooh, beating the shit out yeah. of that guy. Like, oh, God, I heard so a good. dollop. Dollop was the, when I first heard the story about this guy, the, the dollop podcast. Yeah. I was oh like, yeah. That's got to be a little exaggerated. But then you see the movie, and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Good uh, performance, uh, Boston. I need to know. I need okay. to know. Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is definitely on here, and that is number six. Mm. There you go. Good, good movie. Uh, really, it really good. is because I, I, I love, I love that they they went back to they 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 stuck with the true aspect of Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like the first movie? Yes, it was about him. Yeah, but like every subsequent movie has just been. I'm Max. Shit's happening around me. <laughs> I happen to get involved. Yeah. Whoops. Yep. Yeah. Walk on now. Walk and now on they're doing on. a spinoff movie with uh, the character that... Furiosa. Sure. Yeah, Furiosa. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be down mm. any... But that did $415 million. It's so amazing, too, that George Miller, he basically had retired from Mad Max for quite a long time because he did, like, that crazy Happy Feet movie. Yeah. Um, I Fucking think he Babe. The second Babe. The like dark babe, babe. yeah. Babe and lost the pig in the city or something oh, like God. that. Oh God! It's super dark. But then he was like, you know what? I'm gonna come back and do another Mad Max movie. Yep. So yeah, happy he did. All right. Uh, I think the other fun trivia about that one was he had his wife do the editing. Oh. Because uh, his wife did his editing because he wanted somebody who was not familiar with action movies and such to do it so that it didn't have the same fucking look that other action movies would have had at the time. Oh, that's oh, smart. nice. Okay. All right, Liz. <laughs> yes, Liz. Yes. Damn, I was definitely going to do Fury Road. I mean, he was in Dunkirk, and I did really oh, like... Oh, yeah, good pick. Yeah. He was, yeah. It wasn't the brother. It was uh, uh, the other guy. Yeah. And was Dunkirk. he the one that... Um, Fury The whole episode is like him. He's like a dogfighter, right? Is he the dogfighter? Episode? Uh, 
the movie. Well, the story, because Dunkirk was the story of three different... Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Sorry. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was, like, the... Uh, not the main guy, but he was, like, the um, sergeant major yeah. in it. And, oh, my God, it's so good. That is number three on his... Or number four on his list. Oh, wow. Uh, 500 and... Wait, what is that it? is that three or four adjusted for? It uh, would be four. It would be adjusted five. For re- adjusted for revenant. <laughs> adjusted for that, <laughs> it's five. Uh, Dunkirk, five hundred twenty-seven million. Wow! I saw that in seventy millimeter at the Turkey Creek, uh, and the sound. I had a panic attack. Oh, oh after I, bet. Yeah, I bet! I yeah. bet! The only thing that saved me was. I left and went to GameStop, and they had switches. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. So, but I left that movie in a oh, full yeah. panic. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd yeah. fully believe that. That's uh, such a good movie. Boston, Layer Cake. Layer Cake did not make the list. Okay, fair enough. But Layer Cake, uh, eleven million worldwide. Yeah, that's so. Out. I think it kind of right, made its money when it <laughs> came home. Yeah, it was definitely. It, it's definitely in the cult classic bin. It's what Daniel Craig, his first movie, his last movie before he started Bond, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's a good movie if you've not seen it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So fucking good. Yep. Uh, Scott. Well, since this one was another Christopher Nolan movie, um, we'll have to yeah. uh, say it because yeah. it's got to be on the list on its inception. Yep, uh, fourth. With okay. The, fourth. With the Revelant taken into consideration. Consideration, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. It really is. Um, 836. So what have we what have yeah. we confirmed now? Dark Knight was first. Yeah, Dark Revenant. Knight was first. Revenant was second. Inception. We don't, have, we don't have the legit second yet. Yeah. Well, no. Or third. Yeah, and then Inception would have been fourth, and then Dunkirk fifth. Huh. Yeah. Uh, but Inception, uh, eight, like eight hundred thirty-six million dollars. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Probably my favorite Christopher Nolan, except is, for Memento. It is. Oh, that's another good one. Memento is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I didn't really care for his last one. Oppenheimer? No, Oppenheimer's the one coming out. Oh, the yeah. one he did with uh, Denzel's kid. Oh, uh, Tenet. Tenet, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like David Tenet, Tenet wasn't anywhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and our, we'll go one more round, Liz. Oh, that's oh. right. The first Venom. Yep. Yeah. First Venom is uh, number, with the thing, it's number three. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Okay. That makes yeah. total sense. Yeah, so good. I you love the Venom movies. Uh, I love the Venom movies, but I kind of love the fact that he just looks like a shit the entire yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sweaty yeah. I just love, and gross. I just love the interactions between him and him well, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. Great. And I, I do. Yes. Great. It's kind of weird because I do, I do like like because the, the classic thing with Venom was that because he was on Peter Parker, he hates he hates Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah, that just at his very core hates Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that they have completely removed that from the current yeah. canon, it's like it makes it so ooh. much fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. This, it's this whole new, whole new fucking world. And he has, yeah. one, of, he has one of the better uh, Stan Lee cameos at the very end. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where yeah. Venom recognizes Stan Lee. Yeah. Uh, but eight hundred fifty-six million. It did a lot better than Let There Be Carnage, but I think Let There Be Carnage was coming near the tail end of the pandemic. Yeah, so I think people are still like not that comfortable going into theaters. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> when I, I saw, also not that comfortable with Woody Harrelson. Uh, we got stuck. I went with Bill, uh, my friend Bill, run, owner of the Comics Exchange, and mm-hmm. we went with his daughters, and his daughters did not want to watch a movie with us. Yeah. So we had to watch mm-hmm. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and we got the tickets. We were in the front front row, <laughs> which sucks. Stay I'm away. sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it sucked because I want to mess up again. Boston. That. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got top five. Again, now I'm just now I'm just curious for some of these because okay. I I completely forgot he was in this movie, and I uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna blow some minds here because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Marie Antoinette. I did Ooh. not find that one. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it was actually that big of a big of a role in there, but, but I'm pretty sure that was also a very small. Hell yeah. 2006. Okay. That's the one with Kirsten Dunst. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did 60 million worldwide, so not too bad. That's the one where it's like set back in the day, but they do a little bit of like modernization. To they, uh, there's a lot of anachronisms. They okay. but they were up front to be like, yo, look, we're telling a story. Fuck your <laughs> your, mm-hmm. your, your 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 accuracy. We're going for a we're going for the feel, not the actual. Uh, to try and be authentic. You know, she yeah. wanted Mary Jane to die in Spider Man Three. She wanted Peter to impregnate her, and then Peter gives she gives birth to spiders, and they eat out her stomach. God, Jesus oh, Christ! I love her so Dang. much. Wow. I love her so Christ. much. Yeah. It's okay. Like, no, Kirsten Dunst. You don't get the right Spider Man. Yeah, no, she's 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 very much she's very much uh, like uh, J Lo, not J Lo, J. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Garner. Lawrence. Thank you, Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Where it's the like, it's like, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm the. I'm, I'm I'm the cute girl, but like fucking what the what are we doing here? <laughs> like, <laughs> like fuck this, let's have fun. Yeah, it's like right. yay. Scott, um, this uh, this is also another one of his movies where if you just wanted to see his pure talent, he is amazing in it. Okay, and he plays twin brothers. Uh, and it's in Legend. Yeah. Uh, oh man. 14th. 14th. I'm just glad it's on the list. I knew yeah. it was probably going to be a little bit higher on the yeah. list, but yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's 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 a phenomenal movie. Yeah, forty-two million. Forty-two. Okay. Yep. All right. So the rest of them, uh, I'll just mess this list all over the way because I forgot that movie. Um, right. But what I had, yeah, The Dark Knight Rises, Venom, Inception, Dunkirk, Venom: Let There Be Carnage, Mad Max: Fury Road, Black Hawk Down, This Means War. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweeney Todd. I was. That was. I was. That was oh, one of my picks yeah. too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I really don't like this movie, Sucker Punch. Wait, was she in that? Yeah, I forgot Sweeney Todd. Yeah, Sucker Punch. Yeah, um, and also that no, that, that is, is that's, a, that's a different Sucker Punch. You know that, right? It's, it it's is? not. The, it's not the baby doll one. Oh, it's not. No. What is it? Uh, it's literally about bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. really? Yeah, because uh, it was around the same time he was doing rock and roll. Oh, and yeah. But no, it's uh, not. Uh, not the. Not the. Oh yeah, crazy, you're right. Yeah. Crazy ass samurai okay. baby doll. Uh, I take that movie. back. Uh, my ne- the next one really good spy film Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy so yeah. good God yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch and Gary Oldman mm. yeah Gary Oldman's in a new show called uh, Stra- Slow Horses uh, Slow Horses is like he's he's uh, it's MI six right it's people mm-hmm. that that kind of like do bad in MI six so they get sent to Slow House and he's like the the leader of them yeah uh, two seasons are up now and Ooh. but it got renewed out the gate for four seasons oh hell yeah okay yeah, yeah. Damn. super good okay. Gary Oldman but before what was uh, Sucker Punch I don't know anything Gary Oldman's in pretty much alright so mm-hmm. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy Star Trek Nemesis oh where he plays the main villain yeah uh, Lawless Legend and Rock and Rolla uh, Rock and Rolla yes because that was on the list too yeah yeah and also, uh, one that I was kind of surprised. It's not. It didn't make the list, but I think it's my favorite movie of his. Hold on, I'm, I'm just 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 because I, I I don't want to I don't want this to go live yeah. without okay. me double checking about this. Okay, he's not in Sweeney Todd. 
No. So my Software favorite photos. movie from him until Boston tells me he's not in this movie or this is actually a stage play uh, was Warrior. <laughs> oh, God. So no, good, was, Warrior. I'm sorry. I was laughing. Warrior. What was the name of it? It's called Warrior. Oh, Warrior. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It's a good movie. Oh, yes. Really good uh, one. But no, Tom Hardy, good good choice. I'm glad Great. we got to do some Tom Hardy. Yeah. Same. Good choice, Liz. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to start wrapping this up. Does anybody have any recommendations first? What have I been doing? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Soul series recently. It's really okay, like Dark Soul Three, right? <laughs> Dark Soul Three, and I went back to Elden Ring too. So you did? I, oh, I, nice. I went back to both. So yeah. like, my I guess my recommendations anything from software. Okay. <laughs> if you want a challenge, a challenge game that's fun. Well, have you have you seen anything about their uh, their new their ne- the next project? Uh, the DLC Armored Core. Oh no! The, yes, yeah, oh, I've seen that. yes, yes, yes. And they yes. said they're not. It's not going to be Souls like. So no, it's not, not nothing like Souls like. It, it's supposed to go back to the Armored Core formula, which okay. uh, that was one of my f- God, one of my favorite fucking games growing up was the Armored Core series yeah. because of the, the they they were so good. Not, it it had a, it has a Souls like quality to it. Like, yeah. like thinking about it now, because. You could you could customize your robot, you customize your mech however you wanted. Right. You could do all kinds of crazy shit with it, and then you get your ass kicked, and be like, "Huh, I should build a better mech." <laughs> and then you yeah. rebuild it again, and you would go yeah. you go try again. There you go. And uh, it was it was so much fun. Like have because I don't know I'm I'm a weird like that because I love those games that are like that, that require a little bit of uh, management. Yeah. Like on the back end, so you have to make sure that like okay I have I have enough I have enough jets you know, I have enough. Uh, my, my my motors can run all this equipment. Okay, I, okay, so I back off of this one, so it's it's not at full capacity, and like just make you're getting that perfect like balance, and then going in there and just wrecking house. Just oh, it comes out in August. Yep. Oh, it is yeah. August. Okay, yeah, it's August. Uh, nice. Not too far away. I'll recommend Resident Evil Four remake. Oh, um, I just started. By the way, I hate bear traps. <laughs> I be, glad, uh, be glad they don't actually hurt you. They don't. No, uh, but. It's frustrating. Yeah. Like, I stepped on every single bear oh, trap. No. And then I went back into a section. I'm like, going, I can run around. I don't got to worry about it. I've hit all I've hit all the bear traps. Yeah. And then I hit another one. And then I scream. Yeah. And nah. I don't think I have really of an accent. Like, screamed out of, out of surprise or rage? Rage. I yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. I have much of an accent. But whenever I get angry, I sound like Osemi Sam. Yes. <laughs> I just get so mad. Uh-huh. And my, room, my roommate had to come in a room and say, Ryan, are you okay? And I go, just fucking bear traps <laughs> and I, I run into a wolf that's got that there's a wolf that gets trapped in a bear trap and i'm like i, I feel you same bro yeah let's get you out yeah and of course you release them because one you're a human being well yeah but two that's going to help you later on okay oh, i vaguely yeah. remembered that yeah um but i'm digging it the uh the 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 graphics are incredible nice it's got a lot of like um just in quality of life improvements uh, that's what you know saying okay. yeah. um, I still like the uh, the Easter egg from because one of the one of the jokes people used to tell about the old game was that you you have to wait until the bell rings, so like shouldn't you be able to like shoot the bell and make it seem like it rings and get everybody yeah. to stop? Yeah, you can do that now. Oh, that's awesome! If you you, you have to oh, find, that's you really have to find cool. a spot where you can get a clear shot of like it. Like if you go back through with the different weapon, oh, with a different weapon, or if okay. uh, you can you can do it you can do it in the first with the first pass with the pistol. You can do it with the pistol. Oh, you just wow. have to make sure you find like just the right area to be able to get a clear shot on it. Uh, and then if you can if you can ping it and hit the bell, they're like, oh, oh bell, bye. And then hmm. ends, we, ends the whole fight. We had one guest on that mentioned this, but I forgot about it when I was doing it because this is what I did in the first one. You climb up in the bell tower and just cut the villagers as they come up the ladders. Yeah. But they don't let you do that now because you climb up and it immediately f- collapses on you. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. They Good they hack. did a lot of they did a lot of uh, 
a lot, a lot of a lot of the cheesy th- stuff they they cut out just so you had to actually play it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, nice. I'm nice. digging it. Uh, do you have anything, Boston? No, I'd say uh, Armor Core Six. The only thing I'm looking forward to right now. I'm still playing. <laughs> I'm still catching up on like some old games I got uh, picked up on. Like I've been I've been playing Kingmaker again. Two hour uh, session a day, right? Yeah, I just got I got oh, lost. Oh, nice. Because nice. it's it's it, I, I get to I I'm playing a D and D game and it's or <laughs> Pathfinder and it's real fun because it's like. It, Especially whenever it hits, because uh, I'm, I'm a weird, I'm a, I'm a lore nut. I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love getting mm, into lore. Yeah. And so whenever it's like, oh, oh I know that one. I know him. I know them. <laughs> oh, I know that thing. Yeah. Nice. So Liz, real quick before you uh-huh. do your recommendation, we're going to like for the summer, we're actually going to do a role playing game where we're all dogs, right? Okay. I'm super excited. This is the first time I've ever done any kind of D and D. Oh, right? nice. Okay. And from what I understand. With the with the tiny stage comedy, yeah, you just did like a your first D and D two, right? It's um, it's not my first Dungeons and Dragons, but it's the first time in a a long time, and b like I really wasn't in practice the last time I played. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay, um, but it's catacombs and comedians. Yeah, <sighs> we were actually going to have the host on the show, like, Damn. but just stuff was like falling all out. We weren't able to get him yeah. on in time. Well, so I guess this is the good place to announce it. Central Cinema is given the green light, and we're going to be doing it again. Oh, uh, do you have a date I yet? Have, I have to reach out to Warren. We should, don't. Oh God, I have uh, to. <laughs> we don't have a date yet. Um, but we officially um, we have a group name, you know, because he does it in Nashville and um, Huntsville as well. Yeah. Um, and each group has their different group names. Ours is the Triple Threat. And there's five of us. <laughs> so who's up? That's amazing, number one. Yes. Uh, who's the five? So it's Jeff Blank, who is uh, playing as a Herringon artificer, artificer, and his name is Jason Waterfalls. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that's good. Okay, no, that's good. Uh, you just killed Boston. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're you're gonna fall in love with him and miss him so much. So his oh. backstory is that he he goes. It's Dances with Wolves. You seen that? You got it. But it's orcs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And when I when I left the village, they said, "Don't go, Jason Waterfall. Stick to the <laughs> <Can> you, <laughs> lakes oh, and the rivers shit. you're used to." Oh, Can that's you amazing. Ask you to come on our show. Oh, I can't. Oh, I don't yeah. know why we never invited him. He's a oh, peach. He's a peach. Yeah. Uh, we are gonna have Blank on before the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, you should. You should. So I just want to see Blank and Boston reunited. I just feel like. I- <laughs> He's so precious. <laughs> no, he is like the. So when I hadn't done comedy in a long time, yeah. and when it was at Still Twisted Mike's, oh yeah, um, he was the host for one of them, and his uh, the way he brought me up was so kind. Yeah, and like pretending like I, you know, not pretending, but really just was excited to see me and excited to have me on the show. I mean, and I made you feel good, man. Yeah, he's really yeah, good. Blank at that. is good. Okay, so but it's yeah. Jeff Blank. Uh huh. Um, myself, I play uh, Morlock Carlock, a uh, half orc <laughs> monk. Um, that is the daughter of a hedonist and um, uh, one of 57 siblings. Oh, oh um, okay. She's raised in a, um, a, a religious uh, area. Yep. Her mother is the follower of the chaotic god of joy. Uh-huh. And the way that they express joy is by banging and having as many babies as possible. <laughs> nice. That's why she's half orc, but she has like half halfling like she's tons of just different mixed race uh-huh. yeah. brothers and sisters and everything and uh she goes out on her own where is she in the, in the is she middle child in the she's, 40s? Uh, <laughs> somewhere around there okay she's really well, in we'll like the, the middle third child. quadrant of children um well there's 57 57 <laughs> right. kids 57 right. you know 57 so, mi- 
mid would be about 20. Oh, no, but would there be more than just one mid or would be a, a single mid? I guess there would be. Mid, mid, mid. Yeah, mid, yeah. mid, mid, mid. Yeah, that's, that's um, awesome. But then we have uh, Rowan Young, who plays uh, Princess Octopussy. Nice. Um, who is a fairy I love Rowan. that uh, took too many potions and now has tentacles and can talk to squirrels. Okay. Um. Uh, and then Brandy Augustus, who is a tiefling druid. Uh-huh. Um, Go on. And uh, she, her character's name, and this is so good, it's uh, Be a Problem. Be a Problem. B-E-A. <laughs> okay. Oh, apostrophe problem. Oh, um, perfect. She killed it on our last run, too. Um, and then uh, Joanna Booker is uh, Philomena Whiskey Tit. <laughs> Who is a halfling bard who doesn't know how to play music. Oh, um, oh that's and perfect. And just really bad at it and yeah. carries a banana. So we had a blast. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like the audience must like, have had a blast. The too. audience was super into it. Yeah. Uh, we sold three-fourths of the tickets. Awesome. So I'm pretty sure the next show will be sold out. Yeah. But now we're uh, a part of the universe and our adventuring party has many more adventures to come. Let me know when you're going to do the next one. Oh, for we'll, sure. We'll hype it up beforehand. Oh, yeah. yeah Maybe we'll get the yeah, Dan on. I didn't yeah, even, I didn't even know. I, I was so sad. I didn't even know it was happening until like... Uh, I got the I got the message for it on uh, on Facebook and I was like, yeah. oh, that's in like three hours. Oh, well, no. Rowan, Rowan had Rowan had reached out to us and said, hey, can you have Dan on? And yeah. unfortunately, Mike doesn't have it figured out how we can do live in studio and have somebody calling in. That's oh, why we gotcha. had to do the generic thing with Michael yeah. Shipley. And I don't I don't want to do a whole episode where I have to hold my home phone up. I mean, if you insist. Yeah, it's not uh, that bad. And then with uh, <laughs> with Scott being being out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but hopefully yeah. we can have Dan on again. Uh, this sounds yeah. phenomenal. So do you have any tips? Because I'm nervous because this is going to be my first time doing d and um, and I'm worried if my acting is going to... I, I honestly, like, well, for me, um, I picked a tank because I didn't want to get bogged down by, like, attacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like, I wanted to be able to just kind of... I didn't want to have to do math in front of people. That's Aww. smart. Uh, you know, you I think didn't... Monk's a tank. <laughs> I mean, a half-orc monk. Yeah. Sun monk is a oh, no, beast. No. Oh, no. Half-orc half monk is one of my favorites. Just it's... It, uh, especially with the... Because you're, you're playing 5e, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the... And we're the all whole... level four. The, the the whole the fact you you will win every fist fight so yeah you're, you're oh good. my god no it's great so um I really enjoy it because I just you know punch it and then fist of fury and I'm kind of like when I'm playing I'm like I'm grapple it and then I grapple <laughs> it and then I throw a spear now at it. is each uh, um, when you're gonna perform it. is it all each one shots or is there a story that's going to continue on between each one no so there's an overarching story right now um okay. that the groundwork has been laid for where you know you you've met our party we had our first like we went into a village butcher told us to go rescue his friend yeah we went and rescued his friend fought some ghouls and some zombies okay. and then came back but it left on a cliffhanger oh okay um of like there's a possibility that there might be a giant purple worm involved <gasps> no! which is great yeah. um and a couple of other things and then our party itself um, we like it, it's it's good. It's okay. good. We're starting to have like everybody can see who is who and what is what. Um, and the the triple threat is aptly named. Yeah, it sounds Ooh. amazing. We trade off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully, we can do something half as good. It'll uh, be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, do you have a recommendation? 
Um, okay, so this is dorky. But here's the thing. You're at the right um, place. Well, so I'm. It's not a video game. Um, okay. It's just a recommendation. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You're allowed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oddly great. enough, we all did video games. Fantastic. This time, yeah. Sometimes right. we um, never do books, though. We're not that. Well, so I have a book. Yes, I have a book. Look smart. Nice. Um, well, no, no, oh. you're not. You're not. Um, so here's the thing, and it's not really a secret. It's just not out in the open. Yeah. I read close to 400 books a year. What? I'm. Where do you find time to do all this? Uh, you know, just while I'm doing other stuff. Are you um, books on tape? Are you? I'm reading it while I'm working out. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it keeps me kind of chill. Especially, okay. like, I, I'll i go on the treadmill for an hour, and then I'll just knock something out. Are you physical book, or you do most of it on your phone? I do. Uh, I have physical books. So what I do is I will read a book on my phone or my Kindle. Yeah, yeah, If yeah. I like it, then I will buy the series so you, okay. in a hardback. Okay. I'll go back and buy it. And yeah. I've done that for a couple ones. Okay. Um, the main thing, though, is that I read smut. Okay. Um, okay. Across the board constantly. It kind of yeah. started over COVID and book talk really took me down a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started off with Sarah J. Mass, um, who has uh, A Court of Rose and Thorns is probably the most popular, but Throne of Glass and Crescent Moon, Dark City. Um, she has like uh, 18 to 20 books now. That are all kind of in an overarching universe. Yeah. Huh. Um, it's really hmm. cool. And it's got like a lot of heavy lore. It's very much like elves and magic and creationism lore. But also like big time war and stuff. And oh yeah, by the way, this pretty dude has a very nice dong. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's very fascinating because it does have like really cool like magic and lore and stuff. But about every 10 pages... You're going to be like, and then his rippling pectorals were shining in this breeze. And he told me that I was pretty no matter my size. Like, it's... Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, it's good. Um, What's so the series called? That one is A Court of Rose and Thorns. Okay. Uh, by Sarah J. Mass. Okay. But the one I am recommending is what I'm currently reading right now, which is... Um, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, it's the Ice Barbarians series. <laughs> the Ice Barbarian Lovers <laughs> Oh, series. okay. Okay. Um, it has 28 books. Damn. Series. Wow. I am on book five. Wow. I started reading it Saturday. Okay. I Shit. can't put these motherfuckers down. So it still gives you the lore and everything, but then there's also good oh, sex it's scenes. Gar- when I say Sex-position. lore, it's, yeah, yeah. literally, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's garbage. It's garbage. Yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. garbage. Like it's. So the sex scenes are good. So number one, yes, yeah, very. And it's ice giants, mm-hmm. I, uh, ice barbarians. It's, it's the ice barbarians lovers series. Okay. Um, the first one is the faded ice barbarian mate, and then okay. it goes from there. I'm currently on. Um, well, I just started book six. I finished book yeah. five this morning, and so I'm um, on uh, the barbarians faded lover. And um, it's so the, it's by an author named Ruby Dixon. Um, I n- don't know if that's her actual name or not, or if it's a pen name, because yeah. like this is such an interesting series because it is smut. Yeah, each yeah, book yeah. is barely two hundred pages. Like okay. it's very easy to knock yeah. out and read. Um, but what's really fascinating about it is like yeah, there's like porn and, and smut, and there's a lot of it, and it's pretty yeah, yeah. pretty in there. Yeah, but all of the characters are so diverse. Like all of the female characters are so incredibly well written, complex, interesting people that have overarching, like understandable behaviors and thought processes. Yeah. The whole thing is that like 
uh, it was something like 12 girls get abducted by aliens, right? And was then, it were a friend, one of them? We, we, <laughs> there's so many things, Ryan, you don't understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> Call so, that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, it's they get abducted and then they crash land on this ice planet and then so it's also like, sci-fi it is very sci-fi nice. wow okay um like there's an element in the air that hasn't been discovered by humans yet but it's in large quantities in the atmosphere and it will kill people it will kill a person in eight days or so give or take if yeah. they don't get what they call a kunai which is a a symbiotic uh, parasite that latches into your chest cavity that supports your immune system. And yeah, it's like a really in-depth series, but also like Carlax Dong. Like it's crazy. <laughs> all Is this Carlax? One of them. Oh. <laughs> well, they all have barbs on the top part of their penises that somehow all, always hit a clit. It's weird, man. Their balls have no <laughs> oh, that's hair. That's a description. And somehow I hit a clit. <laughs> yeah. They, they, have, they have tails. They're seven feet tall. It, it hits the clit and from like, the inside. Yeah. I'll, I'll, kind of. Yeah. Like how does that revolutionary. work? It's yeah. revolutionary. This is sci-fi, guys. Uh, you yeah. don't get it. I mean, I get it in the G spot with the clip. It's insane <laughs> how much time and effort that she has put into the backing of this fucking book series. What? Uh-huh. Like it's it's duh. Well, uh, it was it was something I was talking about with a friend on uh, over Discord recently. Also, yeah, uh, that now makes that now makes the Dimension Twenty series a court of Fay and flowers make a lot more sense now. Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't if, it? If you haven't seen that, I definitely recommend that. Oh, I'm it is about so good. to start it. Uh, yeah, uh, it's so good. Um, but. Uh, we were talking. We were talking about that. Where it's like, you know, sex. Sex is fun. I can't. Yeah. Not going to deny that. But like, when the, if, if there is no reason, then it's just it's just it's just masturbation. Yeah, it's like, just the thing. And I even I even just did it. I was like, I sent I sent them a picture, a, a naughty picture. They're like, oh, that's pretty hot. And then I like, I just wrote a caption over it was just a little bit of a story as to why they were suddenly in that yeah. position. Yeah. And immediately they were like, oh, it's the hottest thing I've seen all the fucking day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, the whole entirety of it is the pining. It's the pining. Yeah. Like, it's the, it's the, it's the pining and it's the fact that all of these Harlequin romance novels that I read are definitely written by women. So all of the male characters are never pushy, never mean, never thoughtless in their behavior. They just worship this character and see their flaws and don't love them despite them, love them for them. It's so like, ah, oh, and breathy sighs. Like, it's just great. So, or, if, or if they're not, they, they're, like, they, they're clearly coded as villains. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, so we have to quickly tell the story because I, I wanted to talk about this is how long it's been since you were on. Oh yeah, okay, so a while back last year, my Facebook started recommending that there was an event coming to Knoxville called the Bridgerton Experience. <laughs> um, I had no idea what it was. I oh, ba- yeah. I knew a little bit about the books, right? I mean about the show. So I assumed it was a euphemism for an orgy. Um, <laughs> but it <laughs> actually it's in a library. <laughs> yes, but it's actually an event, and our friend here Liz went to it. And did. how did it go? I'm diamond of the season, baby. Like what is now? What now? Now you were voted. So I yeah. was. Well, I was chosen by the crew. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. So. Bizotai. Thank you. <clears throat> one more. There we are. That so one was, that one was adorable. Oh, I'm just gonna say. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Barbarians fucking coochie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't go outside my skin. 
<laughs> anyway, I deadlift 130, like nothing. Um, so like the Bridgerton thing, I went down to Atlanta. It and um, I was going with all of my friends anyway because it was a pole competition. So Susan was there too. Uh, yeah, Susan yeah. was there as well, and um, we got like you know VIP tickets and everything. I knew how it worked because I have not only read all of the books, because okay. of course I fucking have, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I have seen every single episode, both seasons, back to back. Are you excited I'm, for Queen Charlotte? I, oh May? my God, I'm crying, okay. especially after the, season two when okay. you got into the background of the queen and her husband and like, yeah. but you know everything about Bridgerton. Everything, yeah. everything. So I go in and I got VIP tickets and everything and VIP tickets let you in like early and stuff. Yeah. So the whole diamond of the season, basically what it is, is the experience itself is uh, the first room is like a bar and a merch area and then some of the most gorgeous set pieces ever for you to take pictures in. And the whole point of it is literally, I'm a pretty like pretty sets princess. from the Netflix show. The, it's like reconstructed. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And so the whole thing of it is, is literally like giving people a chance to be a pretty, pretty princess for a day. And it's a full immersive thing. Like you're d- walking up there dressed in a full ball gown. Okay. And like okay. ready to go with like a headdress and everything. And then you walk into this giant warehouse that has like <laughs> the most insane ornate, ornate like set designs and pieces and stuff that you get to take pictures in. And I got like a bunch of really cool ones. And then you go around and they have pieces from like the TV show you get to look at. And then another bar and another merch table because they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, and then they have the throne room where the queen sits. And then you, the whole thing of it is, is like, just like any sort of Regency era ball. So you have your introduction, formal introduction to the queen where you're presented, where they say your name, they like everything like that. And then you bow to the queen and then is it your real name or do you get to come up with a fancy name either or okay dealer's choice you get to sign up for it like when you're signing up for the thing okay um and then you have to basically the diamond of the season is like in the bridgerton show the diamond of the season is chosen by the queen as like this is the most prospective like wonderful delightful woman that all men should court and then Uh it becomes a hierarchy afterwards but in the Bridgerton experience, it just means that you're the best bitch on the block. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're just killing it. Yes. And I was killing it. As soon as I came in, number one, my dress was the sparkliest. Like, nice. hands okay. down, for sure. You did number, your research. Like, really did my research. Yeah. Number two, talked to every single character actor. Could, like, in character you and get, everything. You get, yeah, you get in with the crew. Yeah, get in right away. Yep. Uh, number three, uh, when you went to go, like, I went to bow to the queen. Yeah. Right before I went up, my friend Natasha was in front of me. Everybody knew who we were right off the bat because we were all wearing pleasers, which are the pole dance shoes. Okay. So we're like an extra 10 inches tall. So you're seeing women that are six to seven feet tall walking oh. in a giant poofy glass. Like, oh, wow. They knew us. They knew what we so were. my yes. dream situation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a whole lot of like, snoo, snoo, like, yeah. but pretty. Um, yeah. So we went and bowed to the queen. My friend in front of me, and she tripped and she stumbled and she oh, fell. Oh no! But like in that moment, I was like, I want to be diamond of the season, but also like, hey girl, you alright? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. So I yeah. went over and I helped her up, got yeah. her up, and then I went over to take a bow and I like went full tilt, like went down. I had a fan that I used. Nice. And then I got a card that said the queen has her eye on you if you continue oh. up then you will be marked as diamond of the season. Yeah. Um, and then we did a dance in which I had already practiced and I learned the Regency era dance like full on. I know it completely and I know how to teach it. Can't wait. 
Smart. then um, they opened up a third area that was like a live performance that they had aerial performance artists. Oh, wow. Like, so oh. from the ceiling, they had a fiddle player like they had like some like really spectacular cool dancing and stuff as well as and this like, is in dancing. georgia yeah so this it could be that Atlanta. fiddler uh, <laughs> beat the devil yes. it wasn't yeah. solid gold okay. um huh. but then like you know at the end of the night basically the queen comes down she turns around and then she picks one person you get in the middle glitter everyone claps um, right before I, like, she made the choice, I went over to the table with a bunch of my friends and was like, these shoes are killing me. I'm dying. Yeah. I was wearing 10-inch heels. This is yeah, the worst yeah. day of my life. And it's Atlanta in August. I'm oh, dying. Oh, no. Like, it was the worst. And then one of my friends was like, you do this because you're meant for this. <laughs> and I feel, I feel this like... This is your destiny. I feel like, honestly, at some point, everybody realized that I really gave a shit about it and I yeah. really wanted this and I yeah. was going to get it. This yeah. is your one chance, <laughs> this Fancy. Was Don't let me down. Yes. Yes. So she took my shoes, handed me her flats, <laughs> and then, like, gave me her vape pen and then put it in my pocket and I went on my way. And as I'm, like, standing next to the thing, one of the character actors grabbed me and was like, the queen has an urgent uh, business for you. And I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Oh my God, yeah. oh my so they pull me over. And I know now that that was, like, where they got the perfect shot and for the spotlight to be to put me on my mark. Okay. But, you know, queen comes down, turns around, finger goes to me. I just immediately started crying, just like, oh my god! Did you feel the applause like, rippling through? Not only the applause of everybody, like, starting to cheer, two of the character actors that were, like, the main love affair, the main love story yeah, yeah, came yeah. over, and the guy, oh, the guy was so pretty. Like, I'm, my heart is forever Jeffries, but this man Aww. was gorgeous. Yeah. He was, he, and also, like, my dream of all dreams, he looked like, um, from like Pride. Like barbarian. He <laughs> <laughs> Not as hairy, shockingly. Yeah. Not enough frontal plates. Um, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> he came over and took my hand and took me to the middle. And as soon as I got in the center, I was like, this is your moment. Do not waste it. You have three seconds to have the greatest moment of your entire life. And then I just kept spinning around in a circle. <laughs> just kept spinning and spinning and spinning. And literally was falling. And I am sobbing. It is the happiest moment Aww. ever. Like... It happened three months after I got engaged to the love of my life, and I can definitely and say you look being, amazing in those pictures. Oh my god! Yeah, the amount of people that took pictures and were just so sweet about it, and I got like a bunch of cool stuff with it. What do you get? What what does one get to become diamond of the ball? Um, the I um got a special placard. I got three different letters that were like signed by the queen. Awesome. Um, and I got my car a Nissan Altima filled with glitter for the <laughs> still in there now. Even There's still, still glitter. Yeah, wow. So I had to drive immediately back home. I had a show the next day. Yeah. So I had just enough time to strip out of a ball gown. Yeah. Which is also still in the backseat of my car, by the way. <laughs> to this day. Okay. My dress, my headdress, yeah. and my shoes are still yeah, in the yeah, back. Yeah. Just in case you need a ball gown. Yeah, you never know. You never know. You, know, yeah. you never know. Yeah. Um, I'm ready and here. So I stripped off, but I still had all of it because, again, Atlanta in the summertime, yep. and I'm like burning up, sweating. It's horrible. I didn't realize how I looked until like I stopped halfway from Atlanta back home at the Bucky's, and I got out of my car and I closed it behind me, and I just see, <laughs> and it's all of this glitter just exploding, and I was like, 
Still not going to be the weirdest person in this Bucky's. Let's go. Merch tried it. Grab yourself some Bucky no, nugs. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that that's great. amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. One of the happiest moments of my life, hands down. Yeah. I'm so glad we got to tell that story because yeah. like, uh, I went to lunch with uh, Susan, I think a week or two after it happened. Yeah. And she was so happy for oh, you. Oh, my God. Telling the story. Oh. And it's always, it's always fun when you find friends from different circles that yeah. know each other that's always cool yeah, oh, yeah it's great knoxville's the biggest little city i know of. yeah it's awesome for that well, that's amazing Best yeah time. i'm glad you came back me Same. too i and enjoyed we're this. Gonna again yeah, yeah we can't yeah. we can't wait a whole year to stop yeah, yeah no. no that's fine yeah that's fine <laughs> until until jeff he's coming on Oh, absolutely. We're going to finally invite him. <laughs> it's my fault for never inviting him, I guess. Yeah, you should totally message him. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. But yeah. Well, I'll send a message. We're booking now after our break, so yeah. I'll send a message. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Great. He's a good dude. Uh, Boston, because right. I'm at that point now where I'm just rambling. Yeah. Was well, there anything so, that you want, you want to plug real yeah, quick first? Oh, yeah. right. Yes, plug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a show. Um... With, let's see. I have the Hip to Be Square show. I'm opening for Catherine uh, Puflo, uh, and that one's going to be August 13th through the 15th. Oh, cool. Um, nice. I'm doing 16 different things at Rhinestone Fest this year, so I'm one of the producers. That's the Dolly Parton? The, it's, it's well, uh, not since the cease and desist letter. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, the butterfly gets her blood. Um, <laughs> but it's Rhinestone Fest. It's in celebration of all female country artists. Okay. And it is still in uh, to raise funds for the Imagination Library. Cool. And um, you're doing 16 shows during and that. I'm 16 different things. Wow. Because um, I'm a co-producer. The main three. Um, sorry, four. Yeah, there's four. So I'm doing Friday night. I am dancing at Sheer Inspiration Pole Studio. Um, I'm doing a uh, silks set, which is silks hanging from the ceiling. Then I'll do flippy flips. Okay. Um, and that's going to be to My Maria by Brooks and Dunn. Nice. My Maria. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Saturday, I'm going to be hosting Pretentious, uh, a local stand-up show with um, Tiny Stage Comedy, Rowan Young, Justin cool. Mays, Brandy Augustus. Um, Sunday, I am doing in the morning a um, stand-up drag brunch. Um, as well at Pretentious. Awesome. And then that evening, I am going to be doing um, a open dance set um, over at Sheer Inspiration. Basically, what it is is we're not like we're going to be doing demonstrations for oh, cool. people that want to come in and see stuff. Okay. And see if that's something that's they're into, yeah. if they want to try, and just talk to people who do it. And like, kind of the hardest part and of getting into pole is to kind of just talk to somebody that does it because there's so many a like previous mis misconceptions and everything and also it's kind of one of those that until you talk to somebody about it you don't see how much fun it is mm -hmm. and how much it literally you're just a little kid again like swinging on the monkey bars and what date sorry again that one is going to be uh june 5th through the 7th and it's called the Rhinestone Fest. Now, are they able, like, if you get tickets, can you get tickets to certain things or do you get tickets um, for days? You need to do for certain things. Just look okay. up Rhinestone Fest and they have direct links to every single show and okay. um, which ones have tickets and which ones don't. Okay. Um, but it's going to be all over the old city um, the cool. whole weekend. Merchants of Beer is going to be doing some stuff. There's a huge drag show at uh, Mill and Mine. 
Um, Old City Performing Arts Center is doing a couple of things. There's going to be buskers everywhere. Yeah. And good for you all still doing the drag stuff with all the nonsense that's going on. Oh, I, I dare them to come down here. Yeah. The best part about East Tennessee is that we are all contrary of nature. Yeah. yeah At yeah. some point in time, they, that come take it from me. It doesn't yeah, have to yeah, be yeah. red or blue. Yeah. So far right. left, we got our gun. So far left, we got our guns back. Yeah. <laughs> right. <literally>. Man. <laughs> Any other ones you want to plug? Um, that one, that one, and oh yeah, um, in October I am going to be doing a really big, uh, we haven't figured out the, um, dates for it exactly it yet, but it's probably going to be Halloween. Do it on my birthday. It might, might. October 22nd. It might, Make possibly. me like this. Make me. Wait. 22nd? October 22nd. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Wait, really? Libra. Yeah. What? You've given I... me gifts before. Yeah, but I didn't actually know the day. I just knew it was October in October. 22nd. Oh, why? What's that? That's my, it's my wedding anniversary. Is it really? Oh wow! Oh my god! That's why you didn't get me anything that year. That <laughs> had to share. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Amazing. That is really cool. And I oh, messed wow. it up with the joke. No, Let ah. Ryan be real with yourself, Ryan. You don't have to always make jokes. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, your wedding picture, by the way, with you and Kim in front of that cannon. So cute. Oh, was it? Was it so cannon? cute. Was it? A, it was a cannon, right? I thought so. Yeah. Uh, Super cute. Out in front of the courthouse. Yeah. 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 It was no. I thought it was uh, most of our photos were in graveyards and no, in the bouncy house. No, not this one. I'll but, find it. Yeah, I'll, I'll check later. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this is not so another Sweeney all... Todd thing happening here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody. Not again. Yeah. I summon the power of Nelson Mandela. Um, so <laughs> yeah. thank you again, Liz, for coming out and joining us. Yeah, that thanks, was a lot guys. Of fun Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, Scott, I'm glad that you have a face again. That's thank you. Nice. I love having my face back. Yeah. And uh, Internet, we thank you for so much for joining us for this episode. And we will see you all in the next one. And good night. We love Bye. you all. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another segment of The Big Bingy Theory. So in the past segment, I mentioned the best of the Phase 4 uh, films, in my opinion. And at the time, this was going to be before I saw Quantumania, and then I pretty much uh, was feeling uh, some kind of hope to uh, get ready for Phase 5, uh, even with all the, neg uh, the negative lights surrounding Phase 4. Though, again, to be fair, Phase 4 does have its criticisms. But as somebody who was uh, very, liking the, a good chunk of the MCU films up to that point, um, was still kind of thinking that, well, maybe they'll learn from their mistakes and we'll go from here. So I was feeling kind of hopeful. And then Quantumania happened. Alright, I'm just, I'm not going to sugarcoat it here. Um, I, I don't like this movie. I... I don't. It, you know, it. not only do I think it is the weakest of the Ant-Man films, but um, it is definitely one of the weakest uh, MCU films uh, uh, to date. And it is kind of a shame because though I'm not the biggest fan of the, of the Ant-Man films, I do enjoy them for what they are. I still consider the first movie to be uh, the best one out of the series. Paul Rudd is charming, of course. Evangeline Lilly kicks all sorts of ass. Michael Douglas is, you know, m fucking Michael Douglas. And Corey Stahl, after an awesome performance in House of Cards Season 1, uh, does a really good villain. 
Yes, even with the pin particle brain insanity that he was going through. And yeah, he was kind of, you know, doing a lot of high pitch, like, you know, screaming and stuff. But, you know, hey, I could buy into it because you never know what those particles can do to, your, to those brains. Have you tried the pin particles? I haven't tried it, but I don't even think I even want to if it makes them that fucking crazy. But yeah, overall, I thought the first movie was good. The second movie was okay. I, I'm not going to lie. It's It's been a while since I've seen it. It's probably actually been years since I've seen it since the first time I watched it because I just remember the story beats of it that I feel like I didn't have to go watch it again. But I did enjoy seeing more of the science of the uh, of the quantum verse and everything, and uh, and then bringing back and then having Michelle Pfeiffer in the cast and everything, which you know she is the OG Catwoman to me, my Catwoman mommy. Okay, whoever is editing this episode, please don't put that in the final cut, please, for the love of God, please. Don't. But like everybody else, I was curious to see what they were going to do with uh, the new threat that is Kane the Conqueror in this movie. And before I continue, I uh, I feel I, as though I must address the uh, the big elephant in the room when it comes to talking about uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, specifically talking about the actor that portrays Kane the Conqueror. So at the time of this uh, recording, uh, there's been allegations uh, uh, going towards Jonathan Majors uh, and... Uh, as of right now, his uh, future of Kane the Conqueror is uh, unknown at this point. And I just want to say that regardless if he if these allegations prove to be uh, either false or it turns out that it's actually all true, I do not condone any of the uh, of the uh, of the allegations that he is uh, that he is on for. Like I, I do not approve of it whatsoever. It is bad, ugly. No, absolutely not. Do not do not condone it. All I will say about his performance is this. If you guys thought that his performance in Loki Season 1 was him stealing the scene and him hamming it up, trust me, you haven't seen Quantumania. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But again, just want to say, do not condone any of these any of the allegations that he's a part of. Do not condone it. Bad. All bad. Do not condone it. Bad. Also, I kind of noticed something that um, I don't know if a lot of people kind of like realized it or maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but um, there was a thing about the trailers for this movie. I felt like it was a little bit misleading. Uh, so in the trailers, they made it seem like um, Scott was like really missing the uh, the lost time that he had with uh, Cassie and everything. Uh, and, um, so he, there was a time with like, there was a thing that in the trailers, it made it seem like Scott was willing to go along with Kane to, uh, you know, work on the time thing to actually get more, uh, to actually get that lost time back with his daughter. Uh, and when you actually watch the, when I watched the movie, I found that that really was not the case. In the trailers, it made it seem like Cassie and Scott's relationship is, like, really troubled and everything. And it seemed like, you know, he's just, like, he just wants to go back to when she was young again or something like that. I don't know. But there's no problem with these guys other than the fact that Cassie wants to be a hero and everything. And, you know, that's awesome and everything. And, you know, her her feeling her feel her wanting to actually help people and everything is a good sign of a good hero. So I hope they, you know... Focus more on that and actually, you know, 
build on that more in, in whatever future movies that Cassie is going to be in. Although, once again, I hate the fact that once that a new Avenger is being used as a MacGuffin to make the movie happen. Because just all of a sudden she just somehow made a quantum a quantum verse uh, di uh, distress signal or something like that to like send out like help signals to the quantum verse. She just happened to make it at, like you know just in just in the basement. Again, I'm not f I'm not against you know like you know teen geniuses or anything like that. It's comic books. Pretty much every child and like almost every child in like the comic books is like a certified boy genius. <laughs> But it's like that with, but it was like that with Wakanda Forever. If it was not for uh, Riri making those um, those machines that looks for uh, the vibranium, Wakanda Forever would not have happened. You you understand what I mean? And man, you know, I I I really don't want to like you know talk too much shit about the visual effects because, I mean, yes, they they do look pretty butt ugly i'm not gonna lie there are times when it just doesn't look that good but then you start to realize that these things that uh, the same visual effects workers were doing wakanda forever as all at the same time so it was just going back and forth between two big projects and yeah it, it, like first of all marvel disney treat your visual effects artists better like they're the ones that make your worlds happen they're the people that make your worlds you know a reality for so many people and for some and for some of them it, it can be an actual reality when you put them in your own parks treat them fairly seriously oh and Corey Stahl what what did this movie do to you what did it do to you again I don't want to rag on the special effects but oh my god like, I was okay with the whole, like, twist of MODOK and everything. I thought it was kind of an interesting little twist on it, and it made sense. But, ah, oh, they, it, it was just such a waste of a good talent. It really was. Corey, man, I really hope that you get, like, I hope you get bigger and better roles after that, because you deserve it after, you know, being humiliated and having your CGI small ass being shown in front of millions of people. And this leads into one of my biggest pet peeves about this movie, and uh, this might go into minor spoilers. So, um, if you if you don't want to hear this, um, I would say uh, skip ahead, uh, like uh, right after the, uh, the spoiler alarm goes off. Or the, yeah, whoever is editing this, like yeah, make a marker or something. I don't know. I honestly think that if you were to make this movie as impactful and uh uh like uh have people remember it for like the time to come you know uh or maybe just to watch it like just you know just by itself without binging the entire series i honestly thought that this would have worked a lot that the ending would have worked a lot better if scott lane were killed and apparently there were rumors going around that uh, that was the original idea, but I guess they scrapped it and uh, I guess uh, later changed it to the ending that we got. But having an Avenger die would mean like a big deal to some people and and it would show that there's a bigger threat coming and then whoever is uh, in charge of the Avengers or some or, you know, whoever can bring the team back together uh, are are going to prepare themselves for whatever this threat is. 
I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I honestly thought that would have been like a good little like sacrificial moment uh, for uh, like a like a good hero sacrifice moment for Scott because I feel like one of the major themes of the Ant Man series is family, and I feel like to me it like it would it would mean a, it would show scott lane though he is already a superhero he is an avenger he was there for the final battle with thanos um but i think with like him making like uh like a sacrifice to um to you know stay back and everything and defeat kane while sacrificing his life in the meantime would just you know would mean something you know bigger you know something grander I can kind of see why they're trying to like maybe why they kept they kept uh, Scott around, but I'm just curious as to like how it's going to how this is going to lead up to like future um, movies and everything, and how Scott is going to deliver this message of a oncoming threat. But overall, yeah, I just I I I didn't really have a good time with this movie. I didn't feel like. I didn't feel like I gave a shit if I'm going to be honest. Like there were like, if I'm watching a movie, if I'm not giving a shit about like what's going on, then you kind of lost me. And you know, as much as I do enjoy the MCU, like I said before, there's criticisms, criticisms about it. And this movie is full of them. And I can't really give it a recommendation. I really can't. So yeah, I would say just skip it and just watch the first movie. I, yeah, or hell, just watch him in Captain America Civil War. You know, I know it's a short, you know, I know it's a short little role and everything for him, but, you know, still, he he kicked some ass in that one. So that about wraps it up on my thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So uh, next time I will be coming back with my thoughts on Shazam and the Fury of the Gods. So until next time, guys, this is Bingy. Keep on gaming. If I were a fish and you caught me, you'd say, look at that fish, shimmer.